We come walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from everyone we meet. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys, and people say we're monkeying around. But we're too busy singing to put anybody down. We go where we want to, do what we like to do. We don't have time to get restless. There's always something new. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. And people say we monkey around. But we're too busy singing. Something special for me. Put anybody down. I love it, baby. Joe. We're just trying to be friendly. Come and watch okay, sing and play. We're the young generation. Okay, now this is, now let's explain. Jack is playing this because I went and saw Davy Jones in concert Saturday night instead of like actually going to a race. Well, well we, 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 we fixed it so that the bone, Bonehead's mic doesn't work tonight. Is that what we're doing? That's right. So he can't walk all over me as uh, Bone Man has pointed out. Matter of fact, good evening. Try it now, Rob. Thank you for listening. There you I are. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to step on anybody's toes over there. <laughs> You keep, you go, Rex, Holl- Rex Hollinger. You're the man. You are the man. Thank you, Rex, for the very nice words you said about me. Uh, I appreciate that. But, uh, yeah, that was so sweet, Jack. Thank you for playing the Monkees theme song. Uh, I saw Davy Jones, met Davy Jones Saturday night, and it was a good time. Hung out, oh, with, whole, hung out with his whole band, oh, took him over Lord. to Harpoon Harry's. We had lots of fun. What does Davy Jones' locker mean? What does Davy Jones? Well, that's a completely So is he really only Jones. four oh, foot eleven? Guy. A different guy. Does he have man boobs? He's got man boobs. Yes, he does. And he showed him on stage. He's four foot eleven with no, man. No, boobs. no, no. He was. He's taller than four foot eleven. I'm five three. He had to be close to. Why my did the height. man boobs have to come up? Why, why? I have no idea why he opened up his shirt on stage and showed them off. But it was a real turnoff. Well, oh know. my lord. Yeah, but he's, he I'm glad great. we're doing a racing he, show. He sang all the old songs, and it sounded great, and it was a fun night. So do you know the words to the songs? To all the monkey songs? Oh, yeah, Absolutely. I was up singing along. I was having a great time. Hmm. I was enjoying myself. What did the uh, monkeys mean? What did that mean when they called themselves the monkeys? I, was it an animal? Was it? Y'all didn't get into that, did you? No, no, we didn't talk about that. Talked about how good the food was at Harpoon Aries. <laughs> well, there was no food being consumed, but there was plenty of liquid beverage being <laughs> consumed Saturday night. Anyway. We, we had a good time. So I where just, where was I'm this sorry. event at? Um, the uh, Dave Jones performed at the Center for Performing Arts in Punta Gorda. That's on the campus of Charlotte High School. So, uh, Did he sell time. out the high school? Did he sell out the Performing Arts Center? Um, No. Nope, there was a lot of a lot of empty seats. But, Things have changed since the seventies a little bit. For but the people that were there were really enjoying themselves. And, and of course, now we've had we had a little issue here. For some reason, we've been having some some connection problems today. That's why we're doing that extra testing. Yeah. So a lot of the folks probably lost what you we were talking about there. But basically, CC went and hung out with uh, Davy Jones of the Monkees, and he showed her her man boobs. And in case you missed all that, now you know what we were talking about. She showed him what? I didn't no, show he, him he anything. Showed, he showed her and the whole audience his, man, his man, man boobs. boobs. Yes. Yes. So anyway, that's the yes. deal. Anyway, so back to let's racing. Let's talk racing. Yeah, this is actually uh, Inside uh, Florida Racing, uh, and uh, this is Bonehead. I'm CC Brooks. 31 cars. You have to introduce yourself. Oh, well, why? 
they don't, how they, they know who he is. Yeah. Wait, wait. If we were testing yeah. earlier, yeah. if we were testing earlier, does that mean Bone Man um, did not hear me say hello to him? Uh, I would say it again. Hi, Bone Man. Thank you for the very nice emails. Boo, Bonehead. Boo, Bonehead. <laughs> they don't like, he doesn't like it when you step all over me, Rob. They, it's only him, and there's only three other people that are listening, so it doesn't matter. 31 TBRA sprints came to race at DeSoto Speedway, if I got my facts correct. And uh, uh, the weather prevailed, but. Uh, so there was no racing. No, Troy, Troy DeCare won the race. They called it, like, after, I think, 26 laps or something. Mm-hmm. But the reason we bring that up right off the bat is just later tonight, um, Sonny Hartley uh, and Dave Schatzberger from TBRA are going to be on to talk about the current, uh, how things are going with the new takeover of uh, the new direction of the track, new okay. new president and all that, and they're going to talk about that tonight. Someone finally beat Eugene Davidson in the mini stocks at Auburndale. Remember the the, uh, the older guy we had on, 60-some mm-hmm. years old? Yep. Can't, nobody could beat him. He finally got beat. He got what, deep. What, he had a leg cramp Ooh, or something? No, he had, huge. according to... According to uh, the reports I have, that is that he was DQ'd for having a carburetor that did not meet the specifications. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, congratulations to the tech man for, for finally having job. a Chris, to Chris stand Spring up. won the race. Now, what happened at the big race with the United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series up at East Bay? 41 uh, Dirt Late Models came from all over the place, mm-hmm. and uh, they got in all of the qualifying all of the heat races were did the one b main who was fast qualifier i'm telling you keith nosbich was all over it man really? and then he went out and he ran of course he ran the first heat race because or the first heat race because he was the fast in that first group fast qualifier <laughs> nobody could even come close to the guy i mean he was like in a different mm-hmm. zone and but but unfortunately unfortunately uh then uh the second B main did not get completed, and the event, the whole event, got rained out. And therefore, on April 26th, they're going to go back to East Bay Raceway Park and do it all over again from the ground up. Really? So, how did uh, like Sean Smith qualify? Did he do okay? Yeah, how, how I don't have Justin all those. Choquette? I don't have all those. I didn't have time to get how them. About Bresnahan? I mean, you know, Bresnahan wasn't there. But I'll tell you, David Pollan Jr. was there to race his first. Uh, Dirt late model race, another right. another asphalt guy, and uh, but I bet if I really want to find out if I oh listen, we can get all that we just no, haven't if I listen to the show on what night is uh, my uh, what are you talking Ocala about Ocala Speedway guy oh on. the drunken announcer yeah, drunken I announcer. wasn't gonna say it because I told him I wouldn't do him Thursday Scotty, night Thursday night you can find out Southeast Dirt Weekly. He's going to tell everybody oh, he'll be all who over. qualified where. But uh, you know what? Bill Green and Dave Westerman were there. They were down in turn four at the media thing with TVShowcaster.com, who were uh, sponsored by Real Racing USA. We were doing a live They put them on telecast, TV? live telecast. Of the Two whole guys deal. with a face for radio on TV. Well, hey, you know, some, funny, didn't break. some funny things happened. Some funny things I happened. Bet. They got rained out in Georgia, of course, that big, massive rainstorm coming all down yeah. the south. They got rained out the big uh, Lucas Oil three-day monster deal up there. Well, Saturday night they got rained out early, early. So Scott or uh, uh, Todd uh, Hutto was up there, you know, one of the co-owners of East Bay Raceway. He called up. He wanted to make sure how to get to listen to watch it. So he was watching it from up there. Well, that's cool. Isn't it? That's cool. That's very cool. Hey, um. So, 
guys, have you, as you've seen, I brought into the studio with me uh, this evening some new Inside Florida Racing shirts for us. And, of course, I, I got myself an Inside Florida Racing uh, windbreaker. Oh, they're great. But, um, Where'd you get them from, Cece? Well, Casey <laughs> and Kurt, who are out there listening, FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. FancyWorkEmbroidery.com. That's F-A-N-C-I, WorkEmbroidery.com. You can see them online. By the way, they are going to be posting pictures of um, our fine <coughs> Inside Florida Racing products that they're making us on their website. You can also call them at 863 863- Nine nine zero 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 six four, and uh, you know we love the, the we love the shirts and uh, my windbreaker that I'm getting. They're absolutely gorgeous. They're comfortable, and they're and so far our first set of shirts. They're they're I mean they're washing and drying and coming out nice. Hey Jack, um, well, Rob, what do you think about it? Turn your microphone on. Yeah, turn your mic on. We took Rob out of the dunch chair, so now we turned his mic up and people Anyways, can hear him. <laughs> you guys kill me. Um, but we highly recommend what, if you need something to, to go talk to Casey. What about uh, the driver of the month? Do you think she'll make us a driver of the month shirt? You know what? I bet she would. All I, I have that, to do is talk to her. And if she's listening right now, she's probably sitting there shaking her head and, go, and realizing that she'll be getting a phone call from me. Yes. And uh, tonight we're going to announce our driver of the month. From the month of March. Let's just run do. through this real quick. Yeah, we've we got have, a lot of names we're gonna to have, consider here. We're going to have Mike Peters on tonight, the, uh, uh, of course, the promoter from Ocala Speedway. Hey, Mike. Um, Ocala Speedway! We're, we're going to have, nice as guy. we said, uh, Sonny Hartley and uh, Dave Schossberger from the TBRA Sprints mm-hmm. are going to be on around uh, 8 o'clock or so. We're going to talk to Dave Brown from Brown <laughs> Motorsports. He's putting on the Brown Motorsports Spectaculars at Auburndale. They have one coming up this weekend. We're going to talk to Danny Kaler and his son, who is uh, Danny's uh, what a super stock driver with a lot of success, who's now taking his kid, his young young son, into the kart go karting thing. And uh, but we considered a lot of people for this driver of the month award, didn't we? Yes, we have the uh, the list is quite long. Of the, the, the list drivers, is long, and we don't even have them all the, on the here. The drivers yeah. that um, we've had to consider because of their performances in the month of March. Um, do we want to? Grady Christian, to, great. Just to give you an idea, I'll, I'll go yeah, through, some of, we'll go through some of them. We'll go through some of them. Okay. Grady Christian from uh, Volusia won three hobby stock, street hobby stock, and street stock races combined at Volusia in the month of March. Mm-hmm. Cody Blair won the the Florida mini uh, mini stock challenge race. That was held in March, but he also won in uh, in uh, February. He won that. He's won both races. George Gorham has won both of the Fast Car Truck Series races, the the uh, Advanced Auto Parts uh, uh, Truck Series race. He's won them both. Mm-hmm. Shane Williams has won uh, two. Ra- he won a couple of races uh, over Volusia. One in late models. One in Sportsman. And then there's we got we have uh, you know Jeff Firestein you have to consider him. Um, he won, he won, won three or four th- races. Three or four races at Charlotte and at and did a DeSoto. double duty. Yep. One of them, yes. one of them one, was a win in double duty. So, yep, that's right. And of course you know Wayne Morse winning at Charlotte in both late models and you, sportsmen. Double duty. Double duty. You got to consider that. Jared Allison he did some double duty too. He won a couple of mini stocks uh, races at Orlando plus a super late model race over there. Um, uh, you know Scotty Williams. Wow. I, talk, I talked with Scotty Williams in the Dirt Modifieds over at East Bay. He won two races He, he uh, with beating out, I mean, stiff competition from a good field. And, of course, Rudiman, Buzzy Rudiman, mm-hmm. uh, he had to outrun him. Well, I went over, and it was the, we're still trying to figure this one out because 
Scotty Williams is deaf. And so we had to have a sign interpreter there. And so I had a conversation with him. Yeah. And uh, the conversation was about how we're going to do a radio interview with Scotty Williams. We will figure this out. It can be done. Can absolutely. Be done. absolutely. Right. So we're going to do that one of these days here real soon. Um, it's the bat phone. Uh, don't forget, um, Rex Hollinger also was in our. <laughs> that's right, Rex. See, you know, that's you're not thinking. You're not thinking about it, Rex. That I'm the only one that's looking out for you, Rex. I've got your name on my list right here, and your name is not on CC's list. But hey. it is for accomplishments in racing and uh, for all kinds of racing. So yes, Rex, your your wins and go karts and cars and stuff. Definitely does count. And uh, I do want to say something. Uh, don't know if anybody saw the post that I put up on uh, the website explaining about our driver of the month and what we're looking for. And the fact that it's hard for us to go to all these racetracks. CC, explain the, the hardship, you know, of actual what we do to actually be able to do the show and then to think about going to all these different racetracks on Saturday it's, night. It is... Um it's just, it's just admitted. It is impossible for the three of us to cover all the tracks in Florida. There's just no way. With our busy schedules, you know, I'm on Kicks Country 92.9 six days a week. I mean, so I'm working on Saturdays, which means, you know, it's hard for me to get to tracks that are quite a distance away. And it's hard for me to go to track up on a Friday night when I have to be up early Saturday morning and back on the air. So then, of course, the cost of traveling and going to these things um, – <clears throat> Sometimes you know gets gets hard for us to <laughs> hard for us to you know get in and do these things, but um, that's why we really rely, Rob, on input from people, letting us know who they saw in uh, what track, in you know who is doing winning multiple races, who's doing double duty. Yeah, who, it, we it's, need it's the a- input, you know. From different fans and promoters and track owners and drivers. Because you know there's a lot of drivers out there, and I'm sure you've experienced it yourself, Rob, where you see somebody, what, what, you know, when you're out at the races, you know, who you're somebody that you're competing against, who you have, yourself have to acknowledge is a good driver mm-hmm. and have accomplished something. Yes, and uh, it's nice that, you know, we are getting some feedback. Um, we want more feedback. We want you to go to the race in your town and tell us who's winning at that racetrack, I'm not looking for you to tell us who your favorite driver is. Um, that's great, and that all has its place. But the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month, and which is going to culminate into the Driver of the Year, will be a winner. Okay, mm-hmm. um, Not going to be the most popular guy, obviously. In some cases, they will. Um, it's not going to be the guy that... You know, had the toughest look, and now he's doing this or that. It's going to be the guy that flat out won it that month because he won more races mm-hmm. than the next guy. And he has a real Racing USA bumper sticker on yes. his car. Yes, and that is another thing is that flying the colors is kind of important because we look at the pictures in the winter circles. I've said this before. Get the stickers on there. See me, see Cece, see Carol, mm-hmm. see Jack. Uh, write in. They'll send you one. Send in your address. They'll send you some stickers. Mm-hmm. We want them on race cars. Uh, am I so concerned about your street car that you drive around? Not really. I I could care less if you stuck it on a street car because most of those clowns out there driving around the street with you, they're not going to relate to it. But on a race car, 
I really like it when I see the cars, like the Outlaw Street Stocks being pulled down the road the other day on those open trailers. Get to see all the stickers on there. That's another good thing about them open trailers. We've talked about it before. Uh, yeah, you can see all the stickers on there. But fly the stickers, fly the colors, do good, let us know. Okay? I don't, I don't consider it being big-headed if... Nobody's letting us know about you, and you won three races in the month, and, and you're, you haven't heard Self your name. Self-promotion is important in this business. That's right. You need to promote, which is another reason why you need to get a hold of us so you can be a guest on this show. It does not cost anything to come on and be a guest on Inside Florida Racing, and it's going to pay off Yet. for you. That's right. <laughs> we might it, work that in, you know. It, you never it know. It pays off for you, and you get a chance to acknowledge your sponsors. You get a chance to get your name out there, have to have people pay attention to you when you're out there racing to maybe help you get sponsors. And we know in this economy right now, you need sponsors to keep racing if you want to be in the winner circle. Speaking of, yes, I need one myself. That's yes, terrible. you do. Um, yes, yeah, so I want to give a call out to uh, Jam Motorsports, Jack. Working on my motor, getting it done. Um, folks, I'm going to be getting married on the 19th. Yay. That's right. Everybody knows I have a child. I'm not married yet, but I will be on the 19th. So I won't be here the following Tuesday. Um, I believe I'm going to have Bone Man, Rex Hollinger, come in here and sit in for me on that Monday night. Really? I think so. Cool. I haven't talked to him about it. I guarantee he's not going to turn down a chance to sit in the room with you and Jack and uh, sit in my chair and get to do uh, my job. I couldn't think of a better person to do it. Okay. Um, bonehead, bone man. Um, what do you think, Hollinger? <laughs> Sound like a good well, deal? Let's, let's hope that he's uh, game to take you up on that, and we'll have to wait and hear from him. Yeah, we'll just have to find out. But anyways. One of us will have to call him. We'll call him. I'm sure he's going to hear this. He's he's listening he's in his garage Hopefully right he's now. He's listening and he'll call us <laughs> or drop us an and, email. And uh, anyways, uh, yes, I'm going to be getting married. So my my time has been kind of really kind of crazy. Um, but listen, um, thanks to other racing media that's here with us. Okay, mm-hmm. um, we definitely have um, compiled these names together, and I think we've done a real good job. And this isn't going to get easier. I saw where somebody said it was going to get easier. And and I don't think so. It's going to get harder to pick these. And uh, um, I'm excited about it. I know Jack is. And, you know, this is stuff that's been done before. But, you know, hey. Later on, we're going to announce the the big award, right? Oh, yeah. How could we we forget? uh, Once we get through and announce the, uh, the driver of the month for the month of March, we will then make the big announcement of what the driver of the year is going to win. and um, Driver of the year, you I say. I can't wait. Yeah. Driver of the year, and that will be one of. Our drivers of the month. The drivers of the month, and we will um, try to do our driver of the year award ceremony at a venue that will be centrally located in the state of Florida where. Um, where we could all, you know, get together and uh, one party. of those 12 guys is going to go. Okay, who do we have on the air there, Jack? Mike Peters. Mike, you there? Peters. Hey, Mike. You still What's fired up? Gang? Hey, well, we're, we're doing good. We're talking about the uh, who our driver of the month is going to be. But how are you and how are things up at the track? Man, things are great. 
Things couldn't be better. So we talked to Mike Bresnahan the other day. Uh, he said uh, he had a good time there, winning his first race out there with his car. Uh, says the track's really nice. He had a great time. Your track holding together for you good? Man, it's been fabulous. Hey, isn't that a great testament to the dirt world? You got a guy in his first dirt late model race ever, first time on dirt with a crate motor car, and, man, he worked his way to the front. It was a fantastic night of racing. I mean, the fans were standing up watching the end of that race. It was just awesome. Uh, the place was packed. We had 28 late models, and Brezhnehan started. It was either on row 7 or row 9, and just consistently worked his way to the front throughout the whole race. Uh, and it was just, it, it was anybody's race all the way to the end. That's what, that's the beautiful thing about it. How about your other classes? Uh, how are they faring? I know the first night we were there, they were having a, some of them a tough time getting acclimated to the dirt, but I'm sure it's better. How is it? It's coming around. Um, the hobby stock turnout has been phenomenal. Um, our thousand to win Hobby stock races once a month are going to turn out to be a really great thing for the track and for the drivers. The hobby stock race that night was just as good. Uh, the lead changed in that race in 30 laps probably at least nine or ten times. That's uh, good racing. Mini stock division as well is doing real well. Uh, we got several more cars in the race, uh, coming out that are in the process of being built. Uh, VA Thunderstocks have had a little bit more time off than everybody else because of some rainouts. And when I sat down to do the schedule, I was given uh, every division three nights of racing a month with one night off, and I did it based on calendar months. So they ended up with the last weekend of the month off and also the first weekend of the month, and then they also had to deal with a rainout. But the last time that they did race, we had a great race with them, too. They were going four wide, four wide around turns one and two. That's awesome. Uh, it's been great. It's been really good. Last Friday night, we had a great field of modified show up. It was right around 20 modifieds. Uh, and right in the middle of the show, actually, we'd only gotten three heat races in, uh, one thunderstorm over central Florida, and it passed right over the top of Ocala Speedway. And for about 30 minutes, I think dumped what the equivalent of a lake would have been on top of the track. Oh, no. So what so happened? We, we spent another hour trying to walk the track back in and get it ready to go, and then uh, it just wasn't going to happen. We lost the track, so we made the decision to go ahead and cancel the night's races. Uh, interestingly enough, even after the downpour that we got, uh, people were still buying tickets to come see the races, and after the rain had finished, they made their way back out of their cars, and uh, the grandstands were full again. And they were having a good time just watching the cars try to walk the track, and when we first sent the four or five cars out uh, just to try and tiptoe around the track, they couldn't make it around one and two without sliding to the bottom. So the fans were having a really good time, and every time a car made it actually one lap without spinning out or going to the bottom of the track, they were all cheering and, and clapping for them. So they had a good time with that anyway. So, yeah, that's uh, I wanted you to explain what that was, and you did a good job. Uh uh, what is that point um, where you actually um, realize you can't race anymore? Is that just when cars just continually sink when they're driving around? Well, they, they don't really sink. They just can't. The track is too slimy and too slippery for them to get any traction. Uh, the bottom half of the track was actually coming in pretty good. 
Uh, it was still a little slippery. The uh, the outside portion of the track just, I mean, it was like slime. It was so slippery from all the rain, and it, it was it would have been dangerous if we would have raced. You know, if if somebody would have gotten outside of that bottom half of the track and got into that real slimy, slippery stuff, there was no stopping the car and there was no turning it, and they would have been right in the wall. So rather than even take any chances with that, we just went ahead and canceled the night's races. So uh, let's talk about something better than rain. Um, uh, the uh, yeah, uh, t- talk about the motorcycles and stuff that you uh, have there, and the other classes that you have. Do you have any go karts running? Talk to us about that a little bit. Well, we had a AMA motorcycle event, and we also had an ARMA motorcycle event. We had real good turnouts for both of those. One was on a Sunday, one was on a Monday. Uh, AMA was really excited about the facility. It's the first time they'd ever been there. Uh, and expressed a real interest in coming down next year for a three-day event right in the middle of their speed weeks uh, if if the track's available. Um, We are, I've kind of been low-key about it, but we are actually in the process of building a go-kart track at the back of the property right now. We've actually got it graded out, um, and we're just kind of laying out the entire area right now. We're going to start having go-kart racing twice a month on that uh, specific track, and the inside have jumps and whoop the doos and turns, and the inside of it will be for four We heard you. You there? Mike, you still there? Yeah, I'm still Okay. Okay. Uh, some, something happened We're with the uh, numbers there. The battling buttons. a few. Uh, uh, but that's good, man. I, I, I was hoping to hear that you were going to do something for the go-karters in the area, and I think it will help um, your racetrack on both ends. Um the uh, auto racing side will help the go-kart side, and the go-kart side will help the auto racing crowds. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, we did have a, another track called the Thunderbolt just down the road from Macau Speedway, and it's closed down. They're not they're not racing at all there anymore, so it's going to kind of it's going to work out real well. Um, and it'll give us more use of the facility rather than just one night a week, and then it'll be good a good thing for us to do on Saturday nights. Well, Mike, I am just so thrilled to hear that things are going well, and uh, I look forward to the next time I can make my way up there on a Friday night and catch some racing with you. You need to be there this Friday night. Zero percent chance of rain. American Sprint Car Series, the first sprint car show on dirt at Ocala Speedway going back to its roots is going to be insane. Now, these are wingless sprint cars? No, these are wing sprint cars. Uh-oh. ASCS, the same series that travels the East Bay during speed weeks, yeah. uh, is coming down to racing with us on Friday night. Then they're continuing down the East Bay on Saturday night. We've been working with Larry Sams, the director of the Rebel Region, mm-hmm. on putting together a two-day program. We thought it would help with car count um, and just overall interest if we could turn it into a two-day deal. They they come on the way down and race to Ocala Friday night and head down the East Bay on Saturday night. Now, the Rebel Region... That sounds like a good time. The Rebel Region, is that Southerners or bad guys? That's Southerners. That's right. That's the Rebels. A bunch of Rebels. That's right. So uh, what else you got coming up, Mike? Lay it out. Go ahead. Give us a promo. Man, we got the biggest, the baddest, the best monster truck show in the state the first weekend in May. Who's coming? Grave Digger, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, all the big name oh. trucks. Oh, Up this is a kid favorite, you definitely. You don't sit a couple hundred yards away like you do at the bigger stadiums. They're jumping cars right in front of your face. It's an awesome weekend. 
Awesome show. We got a show Friday night, two shows on Saturday, and a show on Sunday. Now hold on, Mike. Uh, hold on a second. That's perfect, yeah. Mike. Plenty of opportunities for families to come out. That's great. Yeah. It, yeah. Well, how, how do you do that with the pond in the on the over on the side? They jump. Oh, they they jump through it. It's just a little. It's only about thirty feet around. They use the axe. They use the whole track. They put cars in the middle of the axe, and they'll jump these cars. They'll go twenty, thirty feet in the air right in the middle of the track. It's awesome. Sweet. Mm. Sounds cool. After that, we're bringing in the Stars Pro Trucks, the first dirt wow. truck race in the state of Florida. Now those are asphalt, right? Asphalt vehicles asphalt on the dirt. Trucks. Coming to mix it up on the dirt. I don't know how they're going to make the turn, dude. Oh, man. I see. I'd sideways. like to go see that, too. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, turn four, they will have to be sideways to get through there. Because if not, man, push like a freight train at that wall. Street cars on dirt, man. It doesn't work out because they're usually too heavy. Okay, now listen. Those guys got to keep their regular rules. Is that what they're doing? They keep their asphalt rules, their same percentage and all that? and. Are they allowed to do whatever they want? Their uh, series director's handling all that. They're handling the tires. They're handling everything. I just gave them the date. Who is that? The Stars, you said? Yep. We're going to get a hold of them next week, and we're going to find out. Stars Pro Trucks. Now, um, can for the monster trucks, because that's usually you know something that draws um, a big crowd, can, can people buy tickets for that ahead of time, Mike? Say that one more time. Since monster trucks are usually a huge draw, um, can people go ahead and buy the tickets from you ahead of time? Yep, the- we sell them at the Speedway right now. We also sell them at Ticketmaster uh, online. They're also available right now. They, the tickets went on sale April 1st okay. at the Speedway. Okay. That's and really, cool. you got Gravedigger coming? Yeah, man. He's been there two years in a row. This will be year three. It's going to wow. be a huge, huge show yeah. up there. The kids love the monster trucks too, man. Oh, that's they just go crazy for them. Kids absolutely love it. They have autograph sessions after each uh, program. Yeah. Um, and they stay lined up for hours getting autographs from all these guys. It's a really good event. Oh, well, that's great. that sounds like a fun deal. Well, listen, we got a big show tonight. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, uh, always enjoy talking to you there. I'm glad to hear that everything's working out with the dirt. Uh, the weather seems to be somewhat cooperating with you, and I hope it does uh, through the month of April. And I'm going to see if I can make my way up there Friday night. This Friday night, don't stay at home. Come and watch the sprint cars tear up the fastest dirt track in the state. Hey, Mike, now listen. Do you listen to our show? Yeah. So you understand this Pandora driver, uh, Pandora Jewelers driver of the month and then uh, call ultimately driver of the year thing that we're doing? Do you understand how that works? So far, so good. Yeah, what you got? Um. I just want to make sure that you guys are constantly staying in touch with us and letting us know uh, what's going on at your racetrack, whether it's big or small. Even if it's the guy in your hobby stock class, he's winning every weekend. We want to know about it. Have somebody let us know. Absolutely. I think it's a great idea. Um, I listen to you guys as often as I can, Monday and Tuesday nights, uh, provided I don't have something else going on with the track or whatever. Absolutely, and uh, you know it's getting better. We were up to uh, five or six nights a week. You can actually get programming on live programming. Mm-hmm. And if not, you can always go and just download the shows from the past and listen to them. I think it yeah. is. Is it six days a week now, Jack? We've got shows five, five days a week, and we're waiting on uh, you know the movie star, Mister Green, to get off his butt to come on on, on for the make it a sixth day on uh, Saturday. But uh, you know how he is. You know how it is once you get on TV. <laughs> Don't ever let McAllister get on TV. You'll probably lose him. (laughs) 
you. How is his drinking, by the way? Has it gotten better? Okay. Okay, man, listen. We love you, Mike. Uh, appreciate you keeping that track open every week, man, during these hard times. Yeah, man. Friday night, ASTS, Ocala Speedway. Hey, Mike, right. if I can make it up, I'll give you a call. I'll let you know. Thanks, gang. Bye-bye. Bye. Take it easy. Mike Peters at Ocala Speedway. Ooh, that just sounds like such a fun night, Friday night. Well, Ocala is a fun place. Oh, it's There's a no w- doubt. Great track for us. Once you get there, you know uh, it's, it's dr- really fun yeah. because you had to drive a little bit. But yeah, um, the crowds are good there. It sounds like things are still going good for him. He still seems to be upbeat. Because you know it's so funny if we go back and listen to some of our shows mm-hmm. when it was still an asphalt track with Mike Peters. He wasn't it. Yeah. He wasn't. In, he was very somber. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna play some of those. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. We oh, have to. Be fun. We have to. I think we have to find somebody to share a ride up to a California. Just so you guys know, we are having a horrible uh, issue of some kind with our streaming media. So server. nobody's hearing us, but we're well, recording in and it, right? out, in and out. So we're getting a good record, though, right? Yeah, I believe we are. As long as we get fine, a good record, so you'll can, be able to. Uh, we can play it back at download. A, at and a and that's a good thing about me and Cece. We just want it to be there during the week. You know, we know that you know there's three of you out there listening to us live, and that's it's cool. More you know? than three. And uh, Mike Peters and 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 Linda and Bone Man, I know are listening. Casey and uh, Kurt and Arcadia are listening. Okay, all right. We'll call them out. That's that's cool. And uh, hopefully Dutch, he's got it turned on. You know, no, I, now see Dutch. I know Dutch. I know isn't listening because he's in a garage. Okay, we can talk. Truck. We can talk about it. We can talk okay, about so it. anyway, for the most part. People are going to listen to this after the fact because unless okay. we can get this That's sorted fine. out here in the next few minutes, it's like it's one of them things. That's fine. So okay. the show that, won't be it any is, worse. It is, it is what it is. We're going to go to break and we'll be right back. All right. Presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. All You Can Eat Buffet Inventor. Mr. All You Can Eat Buffet Inventor. You've given us the real American dream a tray, 15 feet of food, and a little sign that says, Go nuts, buddy. Pinch me, I'm dreaming. Pushing side dish innovation to its limits, you offer creamed everything and 400 flavors of gelatin. If there's beef, you'll chip it. If there's chicken, you'll fry it. And if there's gravy, well, then everything's going to be okay. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light buffet, boy. You know the way to a man's heart and a few hundred tasty ways to challenge it. Mr. All You Can Eat Buffet. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, Fort Collins, Colorado. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion to help you win. Five-star race bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today, 5starbodies.com. 
Do you need to raise your land and business to new heights? Then you need to call Evergreen Development and Construction. They do it all, from land development, construction, drainage, excavating, site prep, and even environmental projects. No job is too big for Evergreen Development and Construction. Give them a call at 813-478-8847. And don't forget to check out the late model Evergreen Development Construction Race Team. They'll be at a track near you. And remember, just think green. Evergreen Development and Construction. 813-478-8847. Powermaster is your ASA series sponsor for the XS Power batteries. Powermaster is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries. XX Power batteries for racing applications and batteries for your car audio application. 12-volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off-road vehicles, and even motorcycles. XS Power batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. Powermaster also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. Apparently, those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Oh, that's right, Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. Shout it out loud. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. You. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, yeah. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. You know, it's a noise that my son makes now. He goes... All right, guys. Who do y'all want to talk to here? Um, how about um, how about how about let's just why don't we do this now? What do you want to do, do now? What, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Seven forty-one. Okay. And getting close. Uh, close I think we should. I think we should. You know, I wasn't paying attention. To, I was trying to work on this problem. Okay. With our server was was Mike. Uh, Mike uh, is talking about the the big event coming up. Is that what he was talking about? Yeah, the uh, ASCS Sprint Car Show. Yeah, sprint okay, Cars okay. this Friday night. We talked about the monster trucks and the pro trucks. Power Memorial coming night, in May. Tomorrow night on Real Racing USA Live, we're talking to the folks up at Friendship Speedway in North Carolina. Guess what they're doing? They used to be a dirt track, and they've been asphalt for the last, oh, I don't know, five, Are six years. Are they going years. back to dirt now? It's already done. They just did. Yeah? Yeah. They haven't had their first big event yet. Their their big event's coming up. That's why we're talking to them tomorrow night. Cool. Isn't that amazing? So, what do you guys think? Well, we made this decision the other night, right? We made the decision. Yes. We all got together last week, and we made this decision. Um, of about, who should the March Driver of, of the Month of be? Of who, who should the March Driver of the Month be? And, of course, we had that list of Eugene Davidson, Brent Cooper, Jeff Firestein, Wayne Morris, Kevin or Nevin Ganey, Charlie Montgomery, Greg Crom. Scotty Williams, Wesley Daughtery, Wild Bill Ryan, Donald Williams, Jared Allison, Kurt Jett, Shane Williams, George Gorm, Cody Blair, and Grady Christian. You Rex read Hollinger. List very well, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Maybe I could get a job at Clear Channel. <laughs> I'll, get a, I'll get you a part-time gig. <laughs> but so, you'll have to pay to do it. <laughs> Andrew, that's just like racing. <laughs> so, uh, 
We made the decision last week, though, yep. and it was a no-brainer. I'll let you, you you go ahead, Cece, lay it out there. Oh, I get to? I get to make the big it, announcement? You can lay it. I'll, I'll let you make the announcement. I want to say something is that, um, you know, we talk about that this was tough and it was hard and all these names together, but I will say when it came down to um, picking this person, it was a unanimous decision by many, and it's not just us three. It's That's right. M- it's many mm-hmm. that have... Um, received email and have mulled over these names and certain situations and, and how it and happened. Watched and watched him perform at various tracks. And yep. I don't think that we're going to have any argument from anybody out there except for maybe some of these other guys well, on the list. Yeah. That and and that's okay. We understand that. And I will say this. Just go back out there, win some more races next month or this month mm-hmm. or next month. Or the month after. It's still early in the game. Right. There's only been two months, and who have the first two been? Jeffrey Choquette. Yes. And, and Shane Williams. Shane Williams. Which okay. is what, why I was wondering. I was surprised when we, we put Shane Williams well, he back can't, on He's the not going to win it twice. That's yeah. not what that's about. It's showing um, just it, drivers. We're yeah. going to recognize the drivers as yeah. we go through them um, with these multiple wins. Um I don't think that we're going to give a multiple winner that just could wouldn't happen. work out. It could happen. I mean, uh, you it know could what? happen. It would have to be for a real yeah, it could happen. outstanding uh, yeah. performance. It would have to be It, it could happen. They could really just be amazing. outstanding and so there's just who, nobody else who, doing anything. Who, yeah. who, was the, who did we decide on March as the, the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month season? Now, okay, before it, you say it. We got to make them wait just a little bit more, Jack. Well, I got to well, tell I was, you, I, you. I do have to say I do have to say I do want to make a comment too is that we've Amongst us three plus another dozen people in the media around Florida, mm-hmm. we've discussed what does it mean to be, what are we looking for? What are the parameters? What are the decisions? How do you decide who's the best driver in a month? And some of the things that we've, we've talked about is obviously racing is about winning. Yep. I mean, people who win go to the top of the heap, and that's, I mean, that's, it's a sport, and it's about winning, as, Rob, you you talked about at length. And nobody, I've never been there myself. Well, okay. I've never been that guy that but wins it's, all but the it, time. But it's also about how you win. You know, some guys from North Carolina who deal in the uh, development driver programs for NASCAR, some guys pretty high up the food chain in racing were explaining to me not too long ago. Um, David Shrimmy among them, as a matter of fact, was pointing out that it, it's really – the competition that you're racing against determines a lot of how people see you, like the big wigs looking at who's who's who in racerdom, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like they look at your winning, yeah, okay, but who's your competition? Even competing really strongly against really strong competition is a good thing. So it's about how you win. And then it, it, sometimes it goes beyond that. I mean, if a guy's out there and he's able to, to – he pulls in with the little. I mean, you love it when you see the guy pull in, and he's got his car on a trailer, a little, you know, two grand trailer that they put together with with chicken wire, and he pulls in there, and he's sitting right next to the guy with the big multi car hauler, and he goes out and he wins the race against that kind of money and competition. That makes you feel good. That, that yes. makes that guy. You know, that's good. And, uh, chicken wire, huh? Yeah, chicken wire. Chicken wire. I, was, I couldn't think of another damn word. You know, Cece. Plywood. Who's the winner of the Pandora Jewelers, Inside Florida Racing, Real Racing USA, March, Driver of the Month. Who is it? Well, it Without is... any further ado, who oh, is it? Well, you guys have been running your mouth. Why can't... 
Okay. No, I just want to say this before, you know, about this gentleman. He, um, you know, it, it, I came to you guys and I said one of the things that I felt strongly about was the guys that drove in backbone classes. And I am very, very pleased that um, the March Driver of the Month is a backbone class driver um, accomplishing three wins, pulling double duty at Charlotte and DeSoto in the Road Warriors class. Congratulations to the Pandora Jewelers of the Month inside Florida Racing for the month of March to Jeff Firestein. Where's it at, Jack? Where's Jeff, it at? Jeff. Where's it at? Where's it at? He's so slow, he's not he's even not on He's not paying it. attention to us. But Jeff has won a lovely plaque that is will be presented to him. And hopefully a shirt. And hopefully we'll get a shirt. Maybe we'll start getting the shirts. I'll, we'll talk to Casey at Fancy Work Embroidery about that. And now he's now in the running for the Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Year. And the Driver of the Year will have a, a nice little get-together at the end of the year at some place that's centrally located and uh, have a little shindig and have all the drivers and their supporters uh, join us when we uh, un- announce the Driver of the Year. And um, I'm, just, I'm just looking for like, some signal from Jack if we can now uh, talk about what the Driver of the Year is Well, we wanted receive. to talk to our Driver of the Month. Yeah, are we trying to get him on? We're going to talk to uh, to Jeff here uh, tonight, but uh, you know Jeff won uh, what he won uh, three races. Three races did double duty one night at at Charlotte and Desoto. Yeah, and one and at Desoto. One at Desoto had a little tough luck there. And, uh, you know Jeff's Jeff two races at Charlotte the same Jeff, night. Jeff lost his dad in mid uh, February. Yes, he did very unexpectedly. Yeah, it was very unexpected. His dad was not. Uh, not elderly by any means. He was this middle-aged man. Just mm-hmm. uh, yes, to be good. able to have a um, a month like that um, after that kind of tragedy in the family, and and I believe he also had to come back guys from his car getting damaged um, in a race too. So you know he's out there um, coping and dealing with this, everything and working. This to past stay in the race. yeah, and this past Saturday night he won uh, again in the again in the Road Warriors class, and then in what in the figure eight race also yes i didn't get a chance to go to the races and then and then they had a a, a figure eight race pick up 13 what run what you brought you out and won that so uh welcome to inside florida racing hello hello is it jeff is this our driver of the month driver of the month yeah jeff jeff is uh are you there can you hear us okay yeah all right jeff congratulations on winning our driver of the month well, thank you very much. Congratulations. <laughs> um, just so you know, um, we all believe... Um, the Pandora Jewelers Driver you, you of the Month. You deserve to win this Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month uh, from Inside Florida Racing and Real Racing USA. And uh, we are very pleased to uh, um, tell you this. And, you know, a lot of people are behind you on this. And we have a very lovely plaque that we will be delivering to you. Maybe wow. I'll, maybe we'll deliver it in person at the So you track. you took you took uh, you you kicked butt and took names this month, man. You did really good. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, you sound surprised, man. I'm proud of you, Jeff. I know that uh, you know uh, it's it's definitely uh, not for lack of trying. You know, um, we realize after uh, um, you know the passing of your father how hard that must be to still go out and race. And uh, you went out. You not only raced. But you uh, fell into the parameters, which I say has to be to be the winner of the driver of the month, and that is that you won races, multiple races mm-hmm. in the month. You traveled, you ran multiple uh, races in the same night, 
And I think uh, that's the kind of qualities that uh, we're looking for um, for our drivers of the month who ultimately you will be in the running with 11 other guys um, to be the driver of the year, which at the end of the year um, we're going to do this at a centrally located venue. And while I've got you on the phone with me, we are going to tell everybody right now exactly what you, Jeff, could possibly win and what those who are listening could possibly win as being the Pandora Jewelers Inside Florida Racing, Real Racing USA Driver of the Year. And um, I think I think we should let Jack explain. Jack, do you want to explain what it is? That is going to be. Where is it? Where is, is the item? Dun, yeah. dun, dun. Yeah, it's here. It's here. Okay, it's here. folks, we actually do have the item already. Um, would you, would you like me to get that? Yeah, I'm going to put it on. Yeah, and uh, I want to wear it. It's it's actually obviously it's from Pandora Jewelers, so it is a piece of jewelry. It is a it's piece a, of gold. It is a piece of diamonds. It is Oh, it's more than actually, just a piece of diamonds. Um, it's many diamonds. We're talking, this is some really nice, serious bling here, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, when's the last time? What's what's the last good thing, big thing that you won, like uh, like at the end of the year or at a banquet or something like that? Um, Not last year, year before that one. I won the championship at the Soto in the truck series. I got a nice ring, a jacket, nice trophy. Well, well, I'm looking at at this, and um, it's absolutely gorgeous. Gold ring with diamonds, and um, it is beautiful. I, I think I'm, I'm going to wear it. It's absolutely huge on my fingers because it's made for a man. But, Read the um, statistics over there, Jack. What's, what's this ring consist of? It's a 14-carat uh, uh, yellow gold diamond ring. It has uh, 13 round diamonds, and uh, it also has what are called baguette diamonds, six of those. And uh, the total weight of the diamonds is over a carat, and uh, it is appraised at $3,750. It's gorgeous. It's got a really nice number one there you see in the center of the crop. I love it. Can I just hold on to it and wear it until we have to give it away to the winner? So what do you think, Jeff? Wow. Yeah, I think that you and uh, Shane Williams and Jeff Choquette, you are the three guys that are in the running so far for our first three months of the year. And um, the way we're going to do this at our venue, uh, we've talked about it. Well, how could you come up with the driver of the year? Um, We've talked about several things, and to be honest with you, we don't know how we're going to do it yet. So that's one of the things we're going to come out with as we go on. Uh, we still need to kick it around a little more. We've got some good ideas of how we're going to do it. But, Jeff, I'll tell you what, at this point, you've got as much chance to win as anyone else does that ring right there. Well, I'd be liking that. So, uh, Jeff, tell us a little bit about your uh, – what, what, uh, to what do you attribute your, your success this month? And, and, and what uh, tell us about your, your month of, of racing and, and the wins you've had. A lot of it was my dad passing, because me and my dad started this sport back in 99 when I first started racing, and uh, this has always been a passion of mine and something I enjoyed doing and loved doing, and, you know, something that me and my dad did together, and um, I know my dad wanted me to, you know, to keep doing it and keep going on, with, you know, without him, and then um, my best friend Dean, he's been right there for me, you know, and... Um, 
through good times and bad times, and I really didn't have the money or a car, and I was, I was actually driving Dean's car, and we built a few more cars, so he ended up giving me a car to run, and and it's just like a, it's a, it's a team effort, you know. I mean, just good friends. We all race together. We have fun together, and uh, we support each other. And it's just like you know, Dean's always like telling me, you know, you know, you, you could do this, and I tell him the same, you know. It's a uh, good moral support there. So, uh, what do you think is going to be in store for uh, Jeff Firestein uh, for the rest of the year? What are your plans, and uh, how do you plan on going about it? All my plans are winning the championship in the Road Warrior Class at Charlotte. I'm going to win as many races as I possibly can. And that, that, that's how it's going to be. And then we're not racing Charlotte. We'll go to DeSoto or we'll go to somewhere else. Or I would like to go try the uh, dirt track down at uh, Henry County. I always wanted to do that. And I think one weekend we we're not racing the pavement. I would love to do that. And uh, like this past weekend, we uh, ran the figure eights. That, that was the most fun I've had in God knows how long. Well, Jeff, I think you would have a lot of fun riding, uh, driving on that dirt track down there at New Hendry. Um, it's, a, it's a nice little track. What do you think about the future of uh, Charlotte County Speedway in the figure eight class? That uh, You guys didn't ruin any cars out there, did you? No, we didn't. Um, they got a little beat, you know, banged up a little bit. But, I mean, that's to be expected. You know, Bobby's got a good thing going on down there right now. I mean, he's... Uh, Definitely um, asking the drivers their opinions to make things better or, you know, what we can do to make the fans, more fans there. And uh, the figure eights are de- definitely a, a good thing, you know. Most places have, like, the pro figure eights. And Bobby tried something different by going to, you know, anybody in any of the classes that were there and not in a run. You know, and we, and we I went ahead and took a road warrior on street tires, ended up winning the race. Um, there was four cylinders, thunder trucks, uh, outlaw street stocks out there. So I, th- I think it was a lot of fun, and that's something that I definitely like to do again. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a lot of fun. It's all fun and games until so somebody gets hurt there with all those uh, collection of cars. Man, I don't know how a four cylinder is going to go against one of those big trucks, but you know, uh, at least it's starting it and uh, getting you guys out there running around there. And I think. Uh, the uh, Road Warrior class is the perfect class to do uh, figure eights with for sure, and I think uh, you guys would put on a great show um, if he organized those figure eight races, uh, you know, uh, uh, a little bit more, and I think he will as time goes on. So you had a good time doing that, huh? I, I had a blast. It really was. It, it was exciting. It was something different. You know, we obviously were not prepared for it. Our cars weren't set up for it. So I think we did a really good job on what we had to work with. And a couple guys actually had their car set up for it, and we actually beat them. Did we beat them because I'm a better driver or a better car? I don't know. It was something totally different. And um, actually, the fourth one was just one guy out there. I didn't think I was going to pass him. He just took right off that front-wheel drive. He was hard to catch. But um, they, they had a good driver's meeting before, and they said that, um, you know, we need to look out for each other. We don't want to hurt nobody. We don't want to wreck no cars. And we just need to put a good show on. I think that's what we did. And from what I understand was that the fans loved it. Yeah, I'm sure that they did. And uh, it's unfortunate we weren't able to be there this weekend to see it. Um, but, uh, Jeff, are you out in the, out in the wind somewhere? <laughs> I'm actually on 75 heading north. I actually uh, work at Johnson's Towing in Venice. I'm actually on a tow right now heading back to Venice from Northport. And you got your windows <laughs> down, don't you? No, the windows are up. 
Okay. Okay. That's just we're, a loud we're, old tow we're, truck. We're just, we're just trying to figure out what the background noise was we were hearing. But, um, no, I, you know, like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I'm sort of sorry that I missed the race, but the race is starting there, but I still had a really good time without what I was doing. And I'm, I'm looking forward to when you're when you're out there again watching you uh, run the road warriors in a figure eight. <laughs> okay, man, uh, are you excited, man? You got something to go home and tell everybody about now, don't you? Oh, you have no idea. That just, that just makes for a better year. And uh, tragedy that I had losing my dad. I think this right here is definitely something to uh, set another goal on and, and, and try to get this driver of the year. Well, that would make my dad proud. Yes, it surely would. It would. And, Jeff, uh, once once the plaque is ready and we have it in-house, we will uh, make arrangements to get it presented to you. I think we'll bring it to you. We should be say, able to bring think, it to you. I think uh, one of us will, will bring it down to the track and we'll uh, present it to you there. That, that'd be wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, it's our pleasure. It's our pleasure. And uh, you uh, have a good night and a safe night out there working. Anything else you want to plug there uh, the, for the wanna, March uh, Driver of the Year there? want to acknowledge some sponsorship? Yeah, I definitely want to say uh, thank you to my sponsors. is uh, Buckingham Automotive in Venice, uh, Dean's Tree Service, Dean's Tree Transmission, Circle Performance. Um, that's really about it right now. Okay, well, congratulations once again from all of us here at Inside Florida Racing. And uh, Come on, Jeff, give me a yeehaw one time. Come on. Go on. <laughs> yeehaw. <laughs> Talk to you soon, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. All right, y'all have a good night. Thank you. Take it easy. Drive careful. Well, we fixed the, our Internet streaming problem. Yay, we're back up online. But that's uh, been taken care of. Oh man, too bad. They all got to hear. They didn't get a chance to call us up and go, "What happened?" What happened? Well, no, they, happened? It, it 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 all we got that fixed after we made oh, the announcement. Okay. <laughs> okay, well. So anyways, for those of you who've just tuned in. Okay, CC. Um, let's let's March March is over and we're halfway yeah. through April now. We're not halfway through. <laughs> That's right cuz yes. we get So halfway. just for the sake of it, repeat again the award for the end of the year that we'll have at, okay. at the Real Race in USA award ceremonies later in the year well actually it'll be in January of next year. I was gonna say it'll be in January. That's and, that's when the the, and how the whole. How formal we get? Is this gonna be something where I can get really dressed up as? And so you know, all you, all you guys. Jeez, will, you can get dressed well, up. Come you here. will be so surprised because you're used to seeing Jeff, you want us jeans to, you want us to come time? in. To, we can come in here and do I, it. To, I think, dress up. I mean, you want us to put? Uh, I can, you know, I can slip I, on like the black evening gown and the high heels. I think we are further ahead of the game than anybody out there that's <laughs> listening ever thought we would be. Okay. Because not only do we produce the plaques for them, and they're getting them timely, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, now we've produced the ring. We've I get, let me tell you, a, we a have to thousand dollar ring. We to we have away. to seriously, seriously thank um, one of the people that there's a lot of people that work to, to make Real Racing USA as well as Carnac.com. There's a lot of people that work to make this all happen. Of course, Carol Wicks. Um, is the producer of this show, and she does a lot of work to, to help arrange guests and coordinate information because there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes. And yes, As and you know, in radio, I mean, yes, there's a lot I, of stuff. I do. And she Terry, Wall, Terry Wall is um, out of, uh, these days, uh, based out of uh, Kentucky, and he is our national sales rep for Real Race in USA. And, of course, a lot of people uh, don't know that we have such things as that, but that's how we arrange sponsorship deals with people like O'Reilly's uh, Auto Parts mm-hmm. and, and other people, five-star uh, racing bodies and things like that. And and he arranged uh, this uh, 
arrangement, uh, this marketing agreement between us and Pandora Jewelers, and we want to help get their word out about their their fine products. And of course, you know this this helps. Um, I mean, it gives a driver an award that, you know, for a, a, a for like we were talking about a blue collar racer, even a late model racer. Come on, man, anybody would this want is, that that Jack, award. This is something, everybody. guys. This is something that they're always going to treasure and that they will pass down to Get their it sons. Off. Get I'm it not off. taking it off. No, no, What's no. Wrong with you? It's on my hands so, until it has to. That's be right. The way and and even even if you're a female, you could actually win this, yes, but you, you have you, to race ha- and win. Yeah, all you'd have to do is go to the jewelers and have it taken in because it's huge on my hands. Well, let's let's um, get a, let's get a woman out there winning all the time first. So uh, this is from this gorgeous ring is from Pandora Fine Jewelry in business since 1976. You can visit them online at PandoraJewelers.com. An absolutely gorgeous 14-carat gold diamond ring. We're talking over a carat of diamonds in this ring. And um, a value of, I mean, it's it's pushing close to four grand. Did you bite that ring? Make sure it's real gold. No, Why I do didn't people bite do? the ring. <laughs> it has engraved, it's engraved with real racing USA tale? in the 2008 Driver of the Year. Can and it on cut the glass? On the diamonds, it says number one. Why are you being such a smartass? No, tonight? I'm not. It's just some of the funny things that people say. You know, bite that thing, see if it's, it's real. It's, Will the diamonds cut glass? It's absolutely <laughs> it is beautiful. gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's nice. It's sparkly. Jack, and, uh, how um, quickly are you going to post a picture up there of this uh, ring? Shall we take a picture <laughs> on CC's hand? Oh, take a picture. My, my nails are gorgeous. <laughs> you get that? <laughs> there they are. It's Davey. Um, oh my God. Yeah, my I'm, I can hand model. We can do it. Yes, we'll put it on tonight. We have some photographs. We'll put a couple on tonight. They're not. Um, they're not. I'm. I'm not real good at taking pictures like that. You know, those are. Uh, that's. It's a tough one to take. Folks, but, uh, please take understand. Picture of my hand with the ring on it. That yeah. wouldn't be difficult. I'm, I'm not yeah. going to push this anymore after tonight because I don't want like beating a dead dog. Or dead horse, or anything dead. Um, Don't beat any kind of horse. Go to your racetrack. Go to your local racetrack. Let us know who's winning at those racetracks. I don't care what class they run in. I don't care if it's a kid in a go kart class. Doesn't matter to me. If they're Let winning consistently, we want to know. Winning. I want to know who's winning. And drivers need to promote themselves, yeah, that's man. Right. Promote yourself, man. And the best way to promote yourself, and it doesn't cost you any money, is to be on Inside Florida Racing. It's not going to cost you anything. You get your the word out there. It's a great. It's a great thing to do. It's a no-brainer, Cece. Oh, no, it's so it's, easy. And now I even know a bonehead could figure this out. I know a lot of guys sometimes don't like the idea of being on the air. They of talking in public. I know, I you know what? It's, oh, please, you're a chatterbox over there. Um, But it's no big deal. Basically, you're just on the phone, and you're talking just to a couple of us here, and uh, you need to do it. You need to get out there and self-promote yourself. That's the only way you're going to get sponsors. They're going to help you with fuel and parts and tires, and that is something you need. And also, hey, Jack, before we go and take a break, if there are business people out there that would like to maybe sponsor our show, Inside Florida Racing, or one of the other fine shows on the Real Racing USA Send Network. Send checks to Rob Elting. How do, they, how do they become a sponsor and get commercials well, on our show? Well, they can call us at uh, 941-426-6760. That's the office number for Real Racing USA. And or they can contact any of you guys uh, oh, that's personally right. as well. So, And uh, we'll make personal commercials for your business. That's right, with CC's right. beautiful voice, That's or right. my goofy voice, or even Jack's 
Um, Wolfman Jack voice that he's got. Oh, speaking I got of Wolfman Jack, speaking of Wolfman Jack, did he do his show on yes, uh, he did. Friday? Scott Lombard? Yeah. Full Throttle Friday. Cool. Oh, and yeah. Forgive me, Scott, for not listening, but... Uh, him, and Robert, him and Robert Howell, they had, uh, they had some guests on. They had... Uh, uh, my, I just can't It was remember. that memorable. Well, no, they had... Yeah, they had Bob, listened. They had Bobby <laughs> Deal on, and they had... Uh, really? How'd they find him? <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Were they at the racetrack? And know, Bobby Deal. They had Don. Bobby they had Don Henry on. Really? Yeah. Or Don, uh, not Don Henry. Uh, uh, Linda's daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Her. They should have had Linda yeah. on. Yeah. Linda's full of information. She wasn't She's around. Got lots of information. Uh, they just basically grabbed whoever was at the racetrack Friday night, interviewed him. And that's good. And that's good because at, you know what? At least they're doing it, and and that's yeah. what I want. They I had, tell you, you this folks, guy on one Friday night. You and I need to go crash their they, show. They had oh. this guy on who was talking about like he does his stuff down there. And I forget his name because I was busy with other stuff. But they they had a guy on who was. Um, you can go to the CharlotteCountyRacing dot com and listen to the show. Mm-hmm. It's a one hour show. It's right there, and they got had this guy on really interesting talking about um about dino. He has a dino he brings to the track. Ah. Or something. Oh but yeah, the that's thing cool. about I've the reason I'm glad you brought it up because we want to let people know. Is that you know Scott McAllister started his Southeast Dirt Weekly show this week? We would like Thursday night or Thursday nights. If I mean, we could produce a show for any racetrack in Florida. We have the technology mm-hmm. to do that. We have the means to, to do that, and we can help any track out there. And it's like for the track, it's a very low maintenance, very low expense, if any at all. Um, I mean, really, you have to have your announcer or people, someone on that who can talk. Do your show. I mean, and, 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 it's, and it's a great, fr- almost free, almost free vehicle to promote your racetrack to a, an audience every week. Yeah, I think that some of the racers out there really need to start thinking about the computer as more of a venue than what they've been thinking. Our particular show and these other shows that are done provide you with an opportunity to get yourself out there to other people. Mm-hmm. And if nobody listens is listening at the time that you're talking, the better thing about computers than real radio is Podcasting. it's recorded. You can Anywhere, always go back anytime. and listen to it. Exactly. You could, re- listen, you, could, you could record. You could be on our show a couple times during the year and take that show that you're on and take it to a potential sponsor and say, hey, look. I've been on this show. I'm a good enough driver to be on this show and hear me talk about my sponsors on there. I could have been talking about your business. And there, it may help you out. I go to other shows around the Internet, and I listen. I mm-hmm. record them, you know, or uh, download uh, their podcast copies just like we put up. Yeah. And uh, when I'm going to go on a road trip, I'll just burn a disc, and I'll listen to them in my car on the drive. Um, and what, that's when, when I call you guys and I'm on a road trip, that means my disc is, is run out. You know, like, <laughs> that's, right, you know, and, and, and you hear me, to. you hear me talk about, you know, wanting sponsors and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to race. And uh, that's why I talk about, you know, uh, see, I don't have any money, so I got to talk about jam. And I'm just looking for people <laughs> who will like, you know, drive me to races outside of Charlotte County. So I don't have to drive. Let's take a break. Come back and talk some TBARA winged sprints. That sounds good. Sonny Hartley, man, he knows how to get around a track in a winged sprint, you know. From yes, what I understand, he he's been doing it a long time, along with Dave Schatzberg. They're going to be right back with us. Guaranteed they can get around better than me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be Hi, 
Hi, I'm Tyler Ivey, driver of the number 47 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA. Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion, to help you win. Five-star race bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA, IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today, 5starbodies.com. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. Mr. Pro Sports Heckler Guy. They say those who can't play coach. Apparently, those who can't coach sit 30 rows back, shirtless, shouting obscenities. Thanks to you, our team is armed with game-winning tips like catch the ball and throw it. You stink. That sucks. What a bunch of losers. Not just catcalls, but subtle psychological ploys to prod your team to victory. Reverse psychology. So here's to you, old sultan of shouting, because while there may be no I in team, thanks to you, there's always an F and a U. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Powermaster is your ASA series sponsor for the XS Power Batteries. Powermaster is pleased to announce the introduction of the XS Power series of batteries, XX Power Batteries for racing applications, and batteries for your car audio application. 12-volt batteries for street machines, street rods, off-road vehicles, and even motorcycles. XS Power Batteries means 30% more power and no battery spilling. Powermaster also carries your starters and alternators. Visit us on the web at www.powermastermotorsports.com. Hi, I'm Josh Richards, driver of the number 25 car, and you're listening to Real Racing USA. Hi, this is David Strimmey, driver of the Atrius Holmes number 64 car for Rusty Wallace. And you're listening to Real Racing USA with Jack Smith and Rick Angies. All right. You're back with Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Hey, are you getting melodious? I, I'm in a Boy, really I tell you, good that trip, mood. I'm sorry. That I had trip a great to see week. the monkeys. I had a great weekend. Um, right. So today you've had a great weekend. We talked about the... Are you ready to win? If so, it's time to move up to five-star yeah. race yeah, yeah. We're talking over stuff. Shut up, Jack. Would you shut up, Jack? Shut up, Jack. Short tracks. It's you over there reading commercials. That guy just doesn't shut up, does he? No promo copy during the show. Okay. 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 All right. So we have Mike Peters on tonight so far. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, what's going on up there. We had our driver of the month. We, we had to uh, catch up. We catch talked up. to Jeff, and uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. We talked about the ring. Man, now we're going to talk TBRA sprints with Sonny Hartley and Dave Schatzberger. That's what it's going to be known as. Right. The ring. The ring. What's up, Sonny? Not much. We are just waiting for you to call. How y'all doing tonight? Well, we're doing good. We're doing good. We just made our announcement of uh, who the driver of the month was for March and uh, what the uh, big award's going to be for the driver of the year. And uh, so we're excited, uh, even though we're not going to get anything out of it. But now, <laughs> now, what happened up at DeSoto Super Speedway with the race Saturday night? Well, we had a pretty good show. We had 31 cars there. Um, the rain was coming, so the uh, TBA area officials and uh, the DeSoto officials worked on getting the program through, and halfway through the feature, 
uh, we had a yellow flag. Um, <clears throat> I was the cause of it. But anyway, <laughs> it started raining, and they called it a, a complete race, which they had to do because it, it rained the rest of the night. But it was a great show. It was a Dick Freely Memorial. Dick Freely, as everybody knows, was our photographer, and he was our actually our PR guy for a long time. He kept us uh, in the news and uh, with the with uh, speed sport and radio shows such as yours. He passed away, and uh, we have really haven't had anybody handling it as well as he did. But Dave Schottsberger, who's on the line also, uh, is kind of taken over, and I think he was railroaded into it. But anyway, <laughs> we're trying to get these things out, uh, and that's why we're on the radio show tonight. We want to we want everybody to know about the TBARA, and, and we're having some great races this year. Well, I'm just sort of curious. What did you do to bring out that yellow flag? Well, well now, let's be honest, Sonny. Now, you had a little help there. Two of you guys are going for the same spot, and it just was one of those racing things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, <clears throat> I, I haven't told David this yet. David does a setup on my car, and uh, it was loose. Everybody else was. But I went down the, the back straightaway, and I got a little bit too close to that back wall, and I bumped it with the right rear wheel uh-huh. just at the end of the straightaway, and it caused the car to kind of wiggle a little bit. So it went sideways into the corner, and I slowed down a lot more than I really needed to, but I wanted to make sure I had it under control. And Shane Butler was right behind me, and he just plowed right into me. And I mean, he didn't mean to do it. It wasn't just one of the things. And yeah. around I went, and he drilled me, and he, he apologized later, which he man enough to say he ran into me. And sprint car racing – you got to not run over the guy in front of you. That's your duty. But heck, it wasn't it wasn't any more his fault. Than it was mine. But we were running fifth at the time, and in the final thing, they dropped us to twelfth because uh, they dropped us to the back of the lead lap. But anyway, great was, great turnout. Yeah, a really a big turnout of cars. That's cool. And a lot of good cars too. Really, uh, just a super show. All the qualifying races were good, and the uh, the B main was was probably the best qualifying race of the night with. Uh, Dude, Teat and Wendy Mathis running side-by-side, side. I mean, literally side-by-side side for several laps. That was a really exciting show. So how have things been with, uh, you know, the new the new uh, ownership and the, the new taking over there of the TBARA and with a new president and stuff? How has that gone for the drivers, fans, everybody? Well, it, it's not really an ownership. It is, uh, it's a, uh, this is all an all-volunteer club. Right. I didn't mean ownership. I, I meant understand, but. Uh, there was, uh, we'll, we'll be frank, there was some friction with, um, uh, within the club. Was, there was a, maybe a couple of factions, I don't know. And Lenny Puglio decided to run for president, and uh, he's a businessman, and he wanted to elevate the club a little bit. And not that Don Ream wasn't doing a good job, but uh, Lenny thought he could do some things differently. So they ran, and, uh, or he ran, and, and the, uh, I guess you call it the new regime is in, and, and uh, there was a lot of work that a lot of people didn't know that went on behind the scenes with uh, Don Ream and the Ream regime, mm-hmm. we call it. And yeah. uh, we're finding out, but I think I think the transition has gone rather smoothly. Um, we, is, we have we have stumbled a couple of times, and uh, we're we're getting there though. Is it has it been you know uh, for the drivers involved? Do they seem to be? Uh, uh, cohesive to everything that's going on and are things going smoothly now i mean i don't know i don't know anything about you know really the inner workings of uh any reasoning behind what happened uh, every time that i talk to uh, lenny or yourself or even don Rima, I, I just try to get out you know what's going on now today yeah. with with the, the situation you know i know it's not going to affect guys like Dave Steele. They're going to win no matter what happens right. or, or uh, DeCare or any of those guys. You know, they're, they're still going to win. But um, I hope that, that the decisions that were made 
would help the drivers, racers, and fans, and that's what I wanted to get a consensus from you if you think that it has. Well, I, I think I think one of the things, uh, major things that's happened, and you know, not not to look back in the past because as Sonny said, you know, Don did an excellent job of bringing the club to where it is today. There's no doubt about that. I just think there was um, there was a fair amount of people that that wanted to see it go a little bit different direction. And that that was the result of the election. And sure. no, you know, disrespect to, to Don or anything. It was just a, a change, a slight change in the game plan. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, looking at it a little bit from the outside, having just, you know, been involved, but more or less around a periphery. I don't. I, I see the operation as as, as running as good or um, you know, as well as it used to, which, which, as Sonny mentioned, it was sort of a, um, a little bit of a rough transition with, you know, here's the whole new group and everybody else is gone, so everybody had to kind of find their place, and it was over a hectic, hectic time, of course, during the holidays. But I think operationally that the, the club has done very well, and I think, uh, you know, in two points to that, um, there must be, uh, from from the participants, there must be a sense that things are going okay to have 31 cars show up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the most important thing, I, I agree with you, I think one thing that, that I always hear Lenny and the officers of the club talk about is, you know, like you just said, you know, Dave Steele and Troy DeCare, Duty, guys like Sonny, they're going to run, they're going to run up front. But the real concern is the guys that are from 10th on back, right, because you mm-hmm. must have that full field of cars. Sure. And I think one of the biggest things that the club has done is instituted that new um, purse schedule to where the purse increase, the bulk, over 50% of the purse increase was paid on 10th on back. So it really helps the guys that are, you know, coming out there every week to now be, have it be a little more affordable with the price of fuel and tires and everything going up. You know, that money was put back there to help them keep coming and fill out the field, and, and I hope that the results of this Saturday with that car count, I hope that's an indication that it's working. Did they run all 31 cars? No. Well, no, you, 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 you know, the 26 cars make the main event. Okay. But everybody ran, but, of course, you necessitated a B main. And that's always great, man. I, I'm glad to hear that things are going, you know, just as well as before, if not even better, you know, with the car counts. I, I think that it's important that no, that was my point during the whole thing. What's important is that the show still stays good because the fans, they don't know what's going on. That's where I put myself. I'm a fan. I love to watch a TBARA sprints. I love to watch sprint cars. So um, it's important that you realize that the fans, they don't know. They don't care. So We're, we're speaking here with Sonny Hartley and Dave Schatzberger from uh, TBRA. Um, Dave, how did you – what has been your background, experience in racing, and and so forth, and with the TBRA, and how did how did it come about that you got involved in the media side of this thing? Well, I think earlier, Sonny used the term railroad, which uh, I mean, was a little too strong. But uh, my my background, I, I've been around sprint car racing since, since I was a young boy. I grew up five miles from uh, Williams Grove Speedway in Pennsylvania, and I've been involved, you know, working on the cars since uh, a teenager when my neighbor across the street purchased the car, and then. I moved from there to uh, Southern California. I was very fortunate to be involved with uh, CRA back in the days before it, it folded. And then I became heavily involved with the USAC Western States Midgets, running a car out there and finishing second in points with that group. And then moved to Florida. And, um, you know, quite honestly, I, I think one of the things that uh, I'd like to help TBRA do and is the thing that bothered me when I moved to Florida was finding sprint car racing in Florida is very elusive. And I eventually... Back in uh, when I got here in '94, I sought it out and found where it was, and then just by watching and talking to people and with, with some background with chassis stuff, started helping 
people and then ended up where today we're, you know, discussing media things all along the years with, hey, how can we do better? How can we get the word out better than when the transition came with the new leadership? It's like, hey, there's that guy that's been talking about the media and did some promotional stuff with some other drivers. Let's get him to do some of this stuff. So that's kind of how it happened, I guess. Well, it, everybody needs a voice, you know. It's good to have somebody that can talk well and speak well. Well, I think, I, I think that's important, yeah. That's why we're on your radio show. <laughs> yeah, we, and Sonny, we need all the help we can get. Yeah, trust me. Now, now, Sonny, you just started racing uh, sprint cars just like last year or something, right? Yeah, I, this, this is my rookie year. Yeah, <laughs> I've been, I started running them in '73, and and I don't mind telling you my age. I'll be 63 years old Saturday, and I'm still having fun. I think I'm still competitive, and and when I when I think I'm not, then I'll get out of the car. And uh, but I'm I'm having a uh, sprint cars are to me are the ultimate in racing. They're they're lightweight. They got a lot of horsepower. No clutch. No transmission. Uh, no mirrors. You you if if somebody you don't see somebody there if they don't get their wheel far enough up there where you can see it they're not there. You're just going down in the corner. And I uh, when I first saw sprint cars run at the Tampa State Fair in 1964, yeah, I said. One of these days, I want to drive one of those, and I never really thought that I I would make it. But I, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I've, I've got a saying: the worst the worst owner I ever drove for was me, <laughs> and it's true. And the the car I'm driving right now is owned by a gentleman out of uh, he lives in Boca Raton. His name is Dick Feeler, and he's a great guy. He wanted to get in sprint car racing, so he contacted me, and we're running his car out of my shop, and and. Uh, he wasn't there Saturday night because he was on vacation out of the country. But uh, he's he's really a good guy, and, and again, he's a good he's a good owner, a lot better than I am for an owner for myself. But we're fortunate to have the the automobile and the background, so hopefully we can do better with it than we've been. Uh, if I can get that chassis guy, man, that Dave Schatzberger guy, to get me set up a little bit better, I think we'll be all right. What do you uh, think? You were Dave? happy. You, you were happy until Saturday. I think <laughs> One step the wrong direction with that right rear spring, and we're going to get it back. Don't you worry. Well, I think um, I think that the wing sprint cars are a big fan favorite. I think that's one of the classes that when they race definitely brings people out to the track. Oh, and um, I was just wondering, did you say Wendy Mathis was back there racing Saturday night? Oh, yes, yeah, she was. She ran second in the B-Main. She um, took an early lead from the front row, and she led to about halfway. And then uh, Dude was... Um, in the back of the pack, and he worked his way up behind her, and he chased her for a couple laps. Then I want to say, not exactly, but like lap 8 through 10 or 11, there were several times where Dude and her were side-by-side down the straightaway, side-by-side through the corner, and Wendy kept pulling her about in front of him. Then one time, I think it was, and Sonny may remember, Dude went in the bottom, I think, and got underneath her, and then after that, he pulled in front. But it was, mm-hmm. it was real good two uh, groove side-by-side sprint car races. I, I really like Wendy, and uh, I think we need to encourage her to get out there and, and, and fight for those first-place finishes because it would be nice to have Wendy as a Pandora uh, uh, Jewelers driver. she of got a lot of winning to do. And be, and be in the running for driver of the year. Now, was uh, Blaze Martin there? No. He was on vacation, and uh, Lee Supre drove his car. Oh, okay. Sonny, I want to ask you something. Okay. You've been racing for so long. Um, I like to ask drivers like yourself this. You're actually running in the same class that you ran in back then at the Tampa Fairgrounds, right? Well, that's true. Uh, we did, uh, Now, I saw my first race in 64 
and then I joined the uh, started running at Golden Gate in '73. But then in '75, Dickie Edwards was running Sunday afternoon shows at Plant Field there at the fairgrounds. Right. And I actually got to drive that racetrack, and then believe it or not, I actually won a feature there on a Sunday afternoon, which is the only dirt track feature I ever I've ever won. Plant Field. At Plantfield. I am I'm very proud. Still, that trophy is sitting up there and can see it right here from where I'm sitting. You, you know, Sonny, we got, um, we've been getting some stuff from a, 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 a lady in the, the Tampa area, and uh, we actually have a story coming out um, on Carnac.com this week about Plantfield. Um, you've seen, of course, that big uh, memorial thing that the state put out there? Yes. Isn't that cool? That, that is cool. Do, tell us a little bit about that. What about the memorial or about the track? Yeah, no, about the the the, the memorial thing. Do you, you, are you 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 know the in, like how that came about and whatnot? Well, I know that the Barfields had a lot to do with it because uh, they were um, involved in in the big what I call big car racing, which is really uh, sprint cars and champ cars, and you, you know the evolution of that. Yeah, and there was some money raised to put that memorial up there, and I saw the picture in in a publication, maybe on your website, but I have not been over there to see actually see that memorial it's really cool that they did that that whoever the people were that put it together and i don't have the whole thing i've got a whole lot of stuff sent to me i haven't had a chance to go through it all but where is it it's one of those things what do you, it's over where the is it right there where yeah. the pepsi field is there now yeah it's uh but it's one of those memorial Plaques. signs yeah, yeah it's those roadside things big one you know no, I'm, pretty, i might be down there uh, wednesday cool. i might go down there and look at that you know because when i think of that i've talked about it before is that's where I saw my first races. My uh, stepfather was the livestock superintendent. And if you remember how the fairgrounds was set up, the livestock area was right there by the uh, river. And um, it was right there next to the racetrack. And when I was a kid, I'd hear the racetrack. I'd be telling my stepdad, we got to go over there and see the cars. All right, when I get done, when I get done, when I get done. And I'd go over there and see the cars and smell the methanol. And I remember I always said, you know, this is what I want to do. I want to race a car. Now, I never really raced sprint cars, but... It was that place at that field at that time, and I, in my recollection, it seems like they didn't do the fair there anymore after like what seventy four or something. What, what was it like racing over there, uh, Sonny? On the fairground, the track it was long and it was uh, muddy, and and uh, and I'm, this is a true story. Uh, we didn't have uh, I didn't have a full face helmet. I had one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the the face mask deal, mm-hmm. and they don't they didn't have tear offs for them, so we got real bright. We bought us a pair of a bunch of uh, the lenses and put different length strings on them so I could pull those down. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened in the heat race? I you pulled them all off, and I, the whole thing came off. And I duck in mud and all that kind of stuff, but uh, it was it was fun to drive, and it was uh, kind of like driving in a in a tunnel because the walls were on both sides. Most of the tracks we ran didn't have walls right. on the side. In fact. Uh, on the inside, Golden Gate had no wall on the outside and for most of it, and it kind of gave you the tunnel effect. But just being on that historic racetrack was a, meant a whole lot to me. And 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 uh, John Sawyer, the writer from from this area, was a speaker at the TBARA banquet about three years ago, and he said, "I want to tell you why you still have sprint car racing here in 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 Tampa area," and he recounted the fair there when it was down in uh, downtown Tampa, Plant Field, and how that got it entrenched in Tampa, and Tampa was known as a fair, as a uh, sprint car area, so Golden Gate Speedway, which of course was paved, and it was just north of town up there at, uh, off of Fowler Avenue, mm-hmm. they were running the modified, and the, some of the people started running those cut-down cut things, they call them bugs or something, 
and so they called them, and some people came in with sprint cars. So Derry, Frank Derry let them run them, and they called them modified sprints. Mm. And in 69, that's when they started actually running modified sprints, or you could call it what you want, but sprint car racing at Golden Gate Speedway started in 69. So anyway, eventually, and I'm going to say in 74, 75, somewhere in there, they said no more modified, just strictly sprint cars. You had to have a car with a sprint tail on it. And the car that I had at the time was an Edmunds copy that Bob Luscombe, a builder from here in Orlando that passed away 10 years ago, uh, had built, and it had the Bob tail on it, and I had to put a, a sprint tail on it and to, to keep on running. But that's how the, the sprint car racing actually evolved from those fair races in downtown Tampa, and it's continued on, and fortunately we still have it here. Now, granted, there's a lot of people that think that sprint cars should be run on dirt, and I had a lot of fun running them on dirt, and I like to watch them on dirt, but uh, I'm pavement's a little bit easier on the body, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I could talk all night about, you know, racing of the old, uh, I, especially at Plant Field and Golden Gate, because of the, the history of racing here in Florida. It's just, it's just not like it is in some of the other places, but it does run deep, you know, because it, it did start years ago. Very deep, and and as you said years ago, and I, I couldn't even hazard a guess. Uh, I guess I should know my history better, but I don't know when they started running the big cars at the fairgrounds, but I know it was in the 50s, yeah. and it was probably in the late 40s. It I, was it was back when people wore suits and ties to yeah. those places. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those pictures. I'm thinking, why would you wear a tie, suit and a tie with an, and a little derby hat? They went to boxing. They went everywhere in suits and ties. Well, the man. fair <laughs> was a big deal, man. That was the thing. When you went to the fair, you, you know, you dressed up to go to the fair, and Everything's changed. Nobody hey, dresses up for anything anymore. I'm still puzzled when I see women showing up at tracks, especially dirt tracks, and they're wearing dresses heels. and high heels. It's amazing. It's like, yeah. no, 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 no. It's, it's shorts, jeans, and sneakers <laughs> Crazy, you know, at, at the track. So, yeah. so if I showed you guys the area, okay, where that fair used to be. We're not okay. ta- you're not talking about where the fairgrounds now No, no, are. no. This okay. is in downtown Tampa. If downtown. I showed you the area that they used to do that, you'd say, no way. How could really? you have a fair there yeah and uh, they did they moved I, I think it was in 75 or 76 to that to that new place or no it was after that because they did it at the stadium for a year or two so, so, yeah. so dave what uh, t- tell us what 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 fans can expect uh, uh from the tbra in uh 2008 well i think they can continue to expect the same good wheel wheel racing that has always been there hopefully with the car count Staying the way they've been this year, they've all been good. And last, like again, last Saturday was great. But you know, there's a lot of pressure out there with uh, just getting the cars to the track with the cost of fuel. But uh, I will tell you that I think, you know, from my perspective, and you talk about the history of racing and stuff. And things, one thing that I always found interesting about Florida was there was always being not being from Florida and being from uh, Pennsylvania and California. You always knew of a few of those Florida pavement drivers. You heard of the Riddles and guys like that that, that came out of Florida were well-known in sprint cars, but for more for pavement, of course. My, my thing today is I think when you go to, the, to a TBA or a sprint car race, you see wheel-to-wheel racing at as good, as, as good a level as you would see at USAC CRA at Paris or at Williams Grove Speedway. The problem with TBRA is we just don't get the national recognition down here we should. This show is as good as any show you can see, and I, I just wish more people would come out and see that. You know, video cameras well, don't work in Florida. That's the problem. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> We're in a bad area for you know, satellite. You know, you know, Dave, somehow or another, I think that's going to change. Yeah, with, with, with Bill Green on TV. <laughs> Can't go wrong. 
Don't you think, Dave? Some, some, somehow that's going to change. I, I hope so. And it, the thing is, you know, when the, the club changed leadership, you know, the first thing you got to do is get the operation run. You've got to have a show. So that was all the focus. Sure. And and then on the media side, you know, uh, since we sort of and and don't let Sonny kid you, he helps out a lot too with the media side. Uh, you know, we got hit with with some things. You know, again, it's all volunteer, and we had some. Uh, in our personal lives, we had some aircraft stuff that was due by the end of January. We had the new race car, and plus the operation, plus the media. So, you know, we kind of actually, to be honest with you, got off to a slower start than we'd like to see with the media piece. It's coming on better now. We would eventually like to see, obviously, some video. We'd like to see a lot more done in that area. But it's all in, you know, time and money, really, right? And you can only walk. you got to walk before you can run. Are there any big, big races, 100 lappers or more races planned? For this season? Yeah. Not at this time, not us. Uh, we generally don't run races that long and uh, in the TBRA. Now, they had that 400-lapper at DeSoto mm-hmm. last year, which was not a TBRA race. Oh, I, I was there for that race. That was yeah. a great race. It was pretty good. Very good race. And they will probably have that again. Now, the little 500, of course, is up in Anderson, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And for, for years, half the field was made up of Florida cars. And then um, the aluminum 410s, there were being were more and more of them in in uh, pavement racing, and then USAC took over the show, and a lot of USAC cars came. and It's really hard to compete against the aluminum 410 engines with the cast iron 360. So a lot of of uh, TBARA cars quit going up there, and it's not as big a Florida show as it used to be. But still, there's quite a presence up there. Dave Steele has won it once and should have won it twice more and had bad luck late in the race. And of course, Frank won it three times. And Stan Butler. I still say he won it. I don't remember the year, but uh, I think there was a scoring snafu, and, and I still say that Stan Butler won that race. Is that the little 500 you're talking about? That's the little 500. Yeah, you know, we were talking to Wendy Mathis uh, like year before last. I, I didn't realize she came in like fifth in that race. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember. I know she. I, I was up there with her the, the first year she qualified for the show, and she finished 11th. I don't remember I think she, uh, the, the other year she made it where she finished. I know she finished higher than 11th the second time, but I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, she finished fifth, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go, Cece. If she shows up to a little 500 this year and she wins it, then she'll yeah. be our driver of the month. There you go. Okay, no Wendy, the, about that. the challenge is out there. So, uh, She's coming keep, up in May. So Keep, keep that in mind. So in uh, May, you're, you're, CBRA's next race, you're going to go back to uh, DeSoto Super Speedway again on May 10th. And May 31st. Uh, yeah, and then and May 31st, and then... Uh, yeah, we need to add that to your schedule on, on your website. And then uh, in June now, you're going uh, trucking all over. You're going to to uh, Orlando, New Smyrna, back to DeSoto, and then uh, Citrus County. So you'll be at four different tracks in June. Yeah, that's going to keep us busy. Uh, <clears throat> I really, <clears throat> excuse me. I remember that when we used to run a home track every week, and I'm thinking, I don't remember having to work this hard on on the cars. But mm-hmm. if we're running one racetrack, you didn't have to change the setup, didn't have to change the gear. You just clean the car up and and put it back on the trailer, not in the trailer. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have those things either, but uh, that's going to be a difficult stretch in June, um, especially with the uh, weather that we can expect. It's going to make things tough. But imagine that we will have good car count. They may taper off a little by the end of June because people might get broken uh, engine or crash or whatever. But still, uh, like David said earlier, 31, 31 cars at that show was just outstanding and uh and it's 24, we started 24 cars, David. Hey, uh, Cece, you know why they don't run 100 laps? Why? You couldn't handle it. Oh, man. You couldn't handle it. Your eyeballs would pop out trying to keep yeah, up with them. I'm telling you, it's oh, well, tough. You know, 
I, I was there for the 400. You know what I tell people that, that think they could? Stand in the center of the racetrack and watch the sprint cars I, run. I, I Let me tell you, it'll wear you out. I about lost my voice cheering for David Steele. <laughs> Well, um, this has been a, hey, this has been great having so, you guys with us. So, as as uh, during this year, we we would like to have, uh, you know, get a lot of these guys on. Uh, why, don't, why don't we get together and maybe get s- some more of the drivers on uh, later in this month from the TBRA? And uh, has anybody won back to back races yet this year with you guys? Not back to back. Troy's repeated. He's won two. I think David's won two. I'd have to look at the thing, but nobody's won back to back that I can recall. It's very competitive. In oh, I know. Uh, the the uh, uh, we have a it's kind of a complicated system where uh, if you finish in the top four in the heat race, then you go into what we call the top twelve for the mix, and then they they take the uh, highest point out of that top twelve, and he starts twelfth, and the lowest point starts first. Lowest point four four week point average driver starts first. So you, the the heats really aren't qualifying heats except you got to get in that top four to get in that top 12 inversion right. everybody else goes straight up by points behind them unless you have to be in this little bit different but anyway in that top 12 when you figure you've got the 12 theoretically the fastest cars and you've got to start 12 for david and and troy to and Bo and and dude and and a few others that have are running up there in the front all the time to come from the back and get up there and get in the front that's quite a feat yeah, with all the competition that's there, it definitely is. I've seen it tried, you know, and uh, I definitely want to know. I want to hear about it when you get them to uh, win back-to-back. Make sure you contact us. Let us know because we're looking for a good driver of the month, always. Well, and unfortunately, guys, we're getting to that time where we need to uh, we need to take a break. So, but before we go, I just want to make sure, you know, have we covered anything? Is there anything else you want to make sure we get out there? Well, we just want to make sure that the, uh, and they visit our website, www.tbar.com. And we are going to start with, with the help of Jack. Jack's helping us with the website. Uh, we're going to start archiving our newsletters on there. So the newsletter's there. The schedule's there. We're going to try to get our drivers. They're, they're, they're a shy bunch. Yeah, right. Yeah, but we're going to try to get them to do some profiles, and we're going to get them on the radio show with y'all, and we're going to range it through y'all and, and get some of them in there. And, and uh, like David said, uh, we run into people and said, I never knew sprint cars were in Florida. And, and we run into them all the time. At the PRI trade show there was a, uh, in Orlando, uh, one of the TBRA cars was there, and it was amazing that people say, hey, where you run this thing? Well, we have a series right here in, or- oh, in Florida. I didn't know that. Yeah, we well, got a lot I of big you, rocks. I, I, I want you guys to know that um, I have a link that's set up on my DJ page of, at WIKX.com, which is my, uh, which is my day job being a, a distracted country radio station. Because I get people all the time asking me about sprint cars, so I have a link up on my website to direct them to yours. So uh, to oh, help good. you spread the word, we really appreciate that. That I think the biggest thing, if we could ask for any help, is just what Sonny said. I I worked uh, several days PRI. PRI Gary Green was good enough to uh, get a booth and have uh, his car there. The number one question or number one comment that I got was, "Where do you run these things around here?" Which mm-hmm. amazes me, but I know it's true. You know, Sonny and I were over in Wesley Chapel back in January looking at a hot rod for a friend of ours, and the guy's like, sprint cars? I just moved here from Ventura, California. I used to love going to Ventura. I didn't know they had sprint cars in Florida. There are so many people, I believe, open-wheel people that have moved to Florida in the last couple of years, and we just have to get the word out. 
Well, that's what we're. It doesn't surprise to do, me Mark. in Wesley Chapel. Through through the <laughs> through the show and through the website information. Rob, settle down over there, Rob. Settle yeah, down, man. Okay, uh, guys. Hey, uh, make sure you guys get some of our uh, stickers on those uh, cars you got out there, because those guys we, can't yeah. be our driver of the month without it. We did that. Uh, we uh, we passed some of them yes. out, and uh, we'll have more of them as we go. All right, All fellas. Right. I Thanks appreciate so much, it. guys. Thanks. Thank thanks you. for having me. All right. Bye. Bye bye. There you have it, um, Sonny and Dave. Sonny Hartley and Dave Schatzberger. Sonny and Dave. Sonny and Dave. Almost like Sonny and Cher, but it's Sonny and Dave. Yep. That is some good So now, just before we go to break, we got to reiterate. We got to go back. Okay. Some people weren't able to log on earlier because we had some switches, faulty switches. We fixed the switches or switches. We fixed the damn faulty switches, so now we don't have that internet problem. But uh, anyway, we. we had like eight phone calls, like in rapid succession. Who was the driver of, of the month? Who was the driver of the month? So, Cece, go just do it again. Who was the driver of the month? Okay, um, our driver of the month is Jeff Firestein. The Pandora Jeweler. Pandora Jeweler of the month is Jeff Firestein. He is a Road Warrior driver. Uh, he's been very impressive at uh, Charlotte Des- and, and at DeSoto. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just, pers- just consistently is out there. Um, even with the past unexpected passing of his father, he's out there. He's working on his car, and he's consistently out there winning races, doing double duty. We went know, three night. races in one And we month. talked about yeah. earlier, if you listen to the, the whole thing, you go, if you just now are catching up, uh, the archive version of the show, of course, you can listen to the interview with Jeff and all the other folks that we mentioned, all the other drivers. There was a whole 20, about 20 drivers or so that were really considered for this award this month. And, Cece, we also unveiled the new... Pandora Jewelers oh, Driver ring. of the Year ring, valued at almost four thousand dollars. Absolutely gorgeous, over a, over a carat of diamonds in this Holy ring. Cow. Fourteen carat gold. Fourteen carats absolutely, of gold and over a carat beautiful. of diamonds. And we're going to get pictures of it posted up on the uh, website. I'm going to put it on my hand. I'm going to put it on my hand. And, and Rob, oh, that certainly beats. Mickey Jones, man tits. We'll be right back. Davy Jones. Jones. Was Davy Jones? <laughs> That's who? Davy Jones. Davy Jones, uh, the monkeys dude. That's yeah. Mickey Mouse. Are you ready to win? So it's time to move up to five-star race car bodies. Five-star race car bodies designs and manufactures the highest quality race car body components. Short tracks, drag strips, road courses, and even in the desert, five-star has one driving passion to help you win. Five-star race bodies designs and manufactures for NASCAR, Grand Am, NHRA. IHRA, SCCA, Short Track Asphalt, Short Track Dirt, USAC, USAR, Hooters Pro Cup, and the ASA Late Model Series. Find out more today. 5starbodies.com. The O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane. Only on Real Racing USA. Meet the racers of America's most exciting short track racing series every Wednesday night from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. From the Milwaukee Mile to Bristol Motor Speedway, Five Flags in Nashville, the ASA is the racing series where young talent meets wily veterans in extreme short track competition. O'Reilly is America's auto parts store, and the ASA is America's premier late model series. O'Reilly Auto Parts ASA Fast Lane gets you close to the action and behind the scenes with the real stories from the drivers themselves. The O'Reilly ASA Fast Lane, only on Real Racing USA. It's coming. 
down to this. 100 laps, five to go at the line. Five cars nose to tail heading down into turn number one. It's anybody's race. Inside for the race. It is definitely crunch time. Somebody's going to have to make a move. Three laps to go as they cross the start finish line. Going down into turn number one. They start to fan out. Coming off a of two, they're side by side down the back straightaway. Inside for the race. That's it. Coming off a of turn four, white flag in the air. Checkers and wreckers. Anybody's race as they go down to turn number one. They fan out. Two by two, three wide. Coming off a of turn number two. They get sideways down the back straightaway. Someone breaks loose to the top. Trying to make the run up on the high side. Going to do it the hard way around. Coming around four. They're still two by two. Three cars drop back. It's one car coming out sideways. Two's on the inside. Coming to the line. It's anybody's race. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida <laughs> Racing. Enjoy Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida What is the racing. name of this show? Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing. Inside Florida Racing, back on the air. I'm CC, and uh, of course, always here Rob's with taking uh, a nap. I'm bonehead, bonehead, and I'm here. I'm live and live and in charge. I had a good time with Sonny. I had a good time with Sonny, by the way, time. talking about the old uh, yeah. racing there at the uh, plant field. And, you Let's know, go up to like Central it. Florida here. Uh, Let's do it. Why not? Go ahead. Dave Brown, Brown Motorsports. A spectacular is coming. I can, I can just feel it. Oh, you bet. It's in the air. It's getting closer for number two. I'm what? excited. And, uh, and uh, this weekend, you know, and, and now that... <laughs> We we were talking. Of course, this is the Brown Spectacular, the, uh, the Brown Motorsports Spectacular up at Auburndale Speedway coming up this Saturday night, and uh, this will be race number two. And uh, last uh, month, Dave, now Eugene Davidson, we we uh, lovingly around here call him the old fart, but he he won uh, won uh, last Wrong. last race, and he's been winning all this stuff. And this week. Somebody else won, which is a good thing because I uh, can't have the same guy winning all the time. Well, he, not when he's cheating. Well, he got <laughs> robbed. Not when you get caught cheating. You could put it. You could put it a little more diplomatically. No, you can't. No, you can't. He's cheating. Chris Spring got the win, Dave. So, so it, it should be interesting coming up this weekend for you guys. Well, I hope so. I mean, you know, obviously with different winners, it uh, it keeps it a little more exciting and, and helps keep that points chase really close because. Uh, in, in both the previous Summer Spectaculars, we've literally went down to the last race of both years to decide the champion. So I'd like to see that happen again. You have your own points deal, your own championship points deal within the whole deal. It's the mini stocks. They get what? They get bonus money for winning your deal and like uh, that? Yeah, well, correct. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, I'm real excited to hear about your guys' ring because that's what I've done now. This will be my second year to give out a championship ring. For just winning and being the champion of, of our eight races, we also have a championship ring. All that, right. Uh, we're really? all excited about Really? It. So. I don't know. We might have to compare rings. See, I don't nicer. know. I thought we were innovative, but this is his second year. Hey, Dave, you know, I wanted to tell you something. I put the Brown Motorsports sticker on my race car. I'm advertising for you. Well, I tell you what, uh, I'm glad you brought that up, son, because I'd love to officially announce it's up, full-fledged and running, the new Brown Motorsports official website. Good. I have to get a picture of my car on there. Well, I'll tell you, and the right-hand side, you will see everybody that is out with a sticker on their car running and promoting Brown Motorsports. i got a special section on the right-hand side of the website for supporters. And right there, uh, you'll see Wayne the Rocket Jefferson running for us. I've got, uh, I've got Lance running his... Uh, 
from TK Racing is Go Kart. He's out promoting us, so you give me a picture, partner, and it's going on here. Okay, here yeah, but but here but but here's the thing. First, you need to actually be in your car running races, Rob. Well, my motor's <laughs> out of the car right now, but I've you haven't. Oh, look, there's the site. I've oh, I've proven nice myself looking. many times, and there's the sticker that I nice have on my car right there. Website on my yeah, late model, I have a brown motorsport sticker and. Uh, um, all I need is some racing money, Dave. Can you send it? <laughs> uh, I think I've got 10 bucks. Where can I send it? Hey, man. $10 wait, will wait. do. If, I would not turn it down. If I if I put the sticker on my truck, on my regular street truck, no, can I get it. my picture on there? No, stop. You got it, CC. We'll make a special place just for you. Thank you. And, uh, no, I'm, I'm excited, gang. We've, right got, uh, we've got an awesome website just getting up and it running. It looks good. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, Alan Fortier of Fortier Enterprises has done us a great job, and, and even Jack has snuck in there and give us some great pointers on this thing along the way, and, and it's there for the fans. I mean, we've got a lot of things. I know uh, we've got a page here called Debbie's Fun Facts, which my wife sticks out there, and uh, we've got places for people to buy and sell. What are some of Debbie's Fun Facts over there, Jack? This could be interesting. This is there. There is. There's some interesting. Let me hear because I like to hear facts from the women's perspective. But uh, first, Dave, while I'm digging this around here, (laughs) tell me something. Tell us about the event. What you expect this weekend? What 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 are fans going to expect up there? Okay. Well, as always, they blocked access. By the way, Dave, they blocked access to Debbie's fun facts. (laughs) Well, that's uh, you need to talk to the webman. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I can't get into Debbie's fun facts. Oh my God! It says it's an of, adult. It says it's an adult site. Were they? Well, I just pulled it up. I'm I'm on my uh, I'm on my laptop, and I just pulled it up. Oh, okay. No, Jack, they're oh, only that's blocking. Cool. No, they're I, only I blocking got it. You. I'm sorry. You've I, got I was... clearance, Clarence. So, so, Cece, here you go. Okay. It is it is estimated that four million junk telephone calls, phone solicitations by persons or program machines. Are made every day. Four million. Yes, could I speak to Jack, please? <laughs> Four million spam calls. Yes, is this Jack day. there, please? I could I speak to Jack? I get him Jack? on my cell phone. Yeah, okay. Who? Okay, here it is. For, for five bucks, CC. Okay, for five bucks. <laughs> Instantly, we're a game show. Who was the fir- who? What was the first product to have a barcode? Soap. But time's so? up. Well, Wrigley's gum. So that was close. So what do you think, oh, Dave? Oh, yeah, gum and soap. That's real close, Rob. I don't want to go bubbles. Sh- you can put bubbles wanna, in both of them. I don't want to go shopping with you. So so what do you got for the kids? What do you got in store for the kids this weekend, Dave? Well, anyway, like I said, it's always you, you never know what we've got going on. And, and this week it is. It's our second second event. Uh, obviously, we got to plug our sponsors. EH Contracting and our tuning out of Jacksonville has just been with me now for three years. He and his wife are going to be there to uh, see that everything goes accordingly. And, and Lindsay's little racers, I'm here to tell you, mom and dad bring the kids. We've got all kinds of grand prizes and prize packages to give away to the kids this week. And we've had some donations from uh, Irwin Racing, Jefferson Irwin Racing, that, that are part, going to be part of the prize packages. And uh, Debbie's always got something up her sleeve. I think we've got some stadium seats we're giving away again this week. And and a few surprises. I can't give it all away. they got to come and see. Yeah. That's right. That's right. But, uh, but we're hoping for another 18 to 20 car field. It's uh, another 30-lap race. Uh, it's, uh, they got to qualify to be in it. 
Uh, also, the big show, we've got a super late model 100 lapper and a sportsman 40 lapper going to be running out there as well as our 30 lap race. Ooh, that sounds like a good night of racing. So, yep. uh, yeah, well, then the intermission, we're going to have a uh, photo and autograph session with the uh, super late model and uh, the mini, mini stock drivers. Nice. Where they actually pull their cars out on the front straight, and they open up the front gate, and everybody can go out and talk to the drivers, get pictures with them, get their autographs. And Oh, that's uh, great. The kids love that. Personal. Yeah, that's when that's I used great. to try to get the kids to go mess with my competitors' cars. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a good time for that. It has happened. Yeah, I mean, you got to try everything you can, you know, Dan. Of course, a couple of those guys, a couple of those uh, uh, drivers that were in consideration for this month's Pandora Jewelers Driver of the Month, um, Eugene Davison, of course, in the mini stocks, and also Wayne Morris will be probably, I'm sure he'll be there in them late models. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Him and uh, Macy both will probably be there mm-hmm. trying to win that uh, late model so, deal. So, Dave, when you uh, when you started this whole whole thing a few years ago and then when you took it over to Auburndale, why the mini stocks? Well, it's just, to me, that is kind of what I call, you know, you guys are talking about the blue-collar racers, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm looking at, that, it's the guys that that I call are, are your Monday through Friday nine to fivers, and they don't have a lot of money. But what little they got, they seem to put in the race car. They get mom and the kids and go to their local short track every Saturday night and just have fun and just enjoy the sport of racing. And those are the guys, like I said, you guys were talking earlier about the you know the the sprint cars not getting any notice or any attention or nobody knows they're there. And I'm there to do that. I'm going to bring attention to these guys. They put on as, as good a show as any racers for the budget and for their cars. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I focus on those. And and as, and as we're able to bring on more sponsors, and and I'd like to, to do some more things with a couple of the other classes. And you never know what we're going to do. But it all takes money, as you're well aware. Well, well getting the sure. word out. Getting the word out is the best that we can do, you know, and trying to uh, – support these things you know yourself that's what you do you you try to do as many as uh, these kind of shows as you can to kept, try to get the word out and uh, i'm sure you guys do all kinds of different advertising and uh, that's the best that we can do you know and uh, as long as we keep doing that people are going to still know about racing and we're going to have new racers every week oh and like i said you guys have just been great and uh, also might as well plug it Mar- you know uh, coming up may 10th is is Karnak and Inside Florida Racing Night. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's just under, just a little over a month, and we'll be there for that. That's right. Oh, that's going to be a huge night. I'm excited about that. What Can't all's going to be going on that night? Oh, let's see. We've got a, some surprises for the kids. Uh, I think we, we've got a group coming in from Tampa that uh, they're these balloon artists. The boy balloons make dogs and cats and animals, and that's uh, going to be your and I. We're going to be giving away bicycles for the kids. All right. All right. It's going to be a, a huge family night. Cool. And we're going to be doing broadcasts from there, Jack? Well, you know what? You, you're talking about, you know, you know, being able to webcast your shows and right. that kind of stuff. I think that would be a good night for you guys to uh, put on a webcast and, and let Rick come out. And then he wanted to announce the uh, the late model race anyway. Hmm. And I don't know if these well, want to, to wave the green flag. I'd oh, like I to announce. Say, you, you know where I want to be. You're right. I want to be right up there in that flag stand. I'd like to be doing some announcing for the late model race. That would be yeah, up my alley. Rob, that, that would be Rob's thing. Of course, my that thing would is be the up my alley. Flag. Who knows what we'll do that day, but definitely uh, we're going to come and we're going to check out the happenings there on May 10th and uh, 
It's going to be a big day for us and you guys, too. Hope we have good weather that day. Oh, I tell you what, I'm knocking on wood. This is We're going to have a gorgeous night of racing Saturday night, the 12th. And uh, qualifying uh, starts, I think, at 5. Races starting at 6. So everybody come on out. Let's have some fun. Go racing. Sounds good, man. That's right. And anybody out there listening needs stickers, you know where to get them. Inside Florida Racing, Real Racing USA. And we'll be bringing them with us when we come up on May 10th right. in case you need them and can't get them beforehand. If you we'll need them, email Carol. She'll get you one. That's right. Okay. Well, appreciate you uh, calling us, Dave, and uh, bringing us up to the we'll have, know, par we'll, on what's going on. We'll have your winner on next week. Oh, that's How's that? awesome, guys. Absolutely. And, uh, thanks again, as always. Uh, glad to be part of the family and hope you guys are having a good time, and we appreciate you. All right, Dave. Same okay, here, man. You go you get them. Dave. Okay, thanks. Bye. All right. Dave Brown with Brown Motorsports uh, getting ready for another mini spe- mini spectacular, uh, mini stock spectacular. Winter spe- is it winter spectacular? Yes. All I know is I this need weekend. one of his bumper summer, stickers to summer. put. Summer, summer spectacular. spectacular. I need a bumper sticker from him to put on my truck so I can get my truck up on his website. My goodness. <laughs> I'll get it up there before your car's up. <laughs> my car's on jack stands now, but. Jack from Jam um, Racing is uh, working on my motor. And, oh, and uh, when he's done, watch out when you get on that track. Oh, watch out other re- drivers. Uh, You're going to be ready to go. Live from I'm South Florida. Up. Excuse I'm me, guys. Excuse me, guys. I need somebody. Live. Live from South Florida. Yeah. The newest hot promoter in the southeastern United States, Mr. Ken Kenny. Ken. Welcome to Real Racing USA. Hi, Ken. Hey, Cece. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Quit it! <laughs> did you make the right decision Saturday? Yeah, she did make the right decision Saturday. I, it I looks had like. a great time Saturday night. I'm sorry I wasn't there, but I had a lot of fun where I was. She did. I bet she did, too. I did. She was a good we girl. We won't talk about that, kid. Talk to us about East Bay, man. We, we know that uh, that Keith Nosbich is probably really not, uh, he's probably still not happy that that rain came. No, Keith was pretty hooked up. There was a couple guys hooked up, but Keith definitely was hooked up. That's for sure. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we. I mean, everything was setting up for a great A main. I'm gonna tell you that for sure. You know. Yeah. Uh, hey, Ken, you guys I'm just got the word on the format on what we're doing. Correct. I get you. What I've said is that you're, we're redoing the whole deal. No, sir. You changed it. Uh. I never really did set it up that way. I've made a decision in the tower on how we were going to go about it. Okay, well, tell us So tell us, what, tell us what's going to happen. Let's get the real story out When here. is it going to be? What, um, you know, I feel like it's the right decision. It definitely was my decision. Um, you know, on a regular Saturday night when you don't get the, the show over half over, uh, you would call, you know, you basically would, would redo rain it. check, everybody rain check, redo everything. But when you go to a series race, if it rained out, you'd race the next day. You know, whether it be NASCAR or Lucas Oil, whatever it is, you'd come back the next day and start off where you left off. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, basically that was the discrepancy or the difference, you know, in the situation. When we, uh, you know, we left off our show, I mean, we can't count, you know, from a fan perspective, yes, you know, for a rain check, that type of situation from the track political side of it, you know, the, the show wasn't half over. From our series show, our show was 75% over. I mean, our field was set 
all but the rest of the B main. You know, I mean, in fact, we were eight laps out of 12 into the first B main. Uh, in any type of situation, that could have been called a complete race, you know. Uh, so after uh, a lot of conversation up till about 2 o'clock in the morning that night and the next morning, uh, again, uh, we're going to start off where we left off, uh, which I believe is the right call. And uh, we're going to finish the last four laps of that B main. We're going to run the next B main. The only wrinkle that we're throwing in here, which is fantastic for the fans, for the drivers, and anybody else that had a misfortune of not being there. Because I know of two guys uh, that were not there, one because of, uh, you know, health problems and another one because the car just you know, wouldn't cooperate at the last minute. Uh, what's going to happen is we're going to have another 20-lap feature added to the deal behind the B mains. And uh, as I announced in the driver's meeting, if there was 50 cars, uh, we would add two more cars to the back of the field. So what's going to happen is we're going to have a 20-lap race, which will be titled, you know, some type of title by then, a sponsor-type title race. And uh, there will be a perks on that race for the guys uh, that don't make either one of the, fir the B mains or guys that weren't there. And what that does, that gives an opportunity uh, – you know, for more fans to come and, you know, more, uh, you know, uh, see a complete show. But yet it doesn't take everything away from the guys that worked, you know, worked into mm -hmm. the show. And the guys that had a bad day, uh, you know, they can come back and they've got another opportunity to get in. Now, Ken, honey, when is this going to be? 26. Say this again? It, it, this is going to be happening, what, on April 26th? Yes, it'll definitely be happening on April 26th. So then the 50-lap feature? Yeah, and then we'll have the 50 lap feature. That's correct. 70 wow. laps of United Dirt Late Model Racing. Huh? Hey, Ken, listen. If you had it to do over again, or, or it happens again, are you going to run on Sunday? No, sir, because most tracks, well, it depends on the track. That's a, In our contract, that's a track decision. And, um, you know, East Bay, even in the Nationals, the Crate Nationals, uh, they chose not to run, run then, and they had 70 cars there. So at East Bay Raceway Park, it would always be handled in this manner. Right. Um, you know, in our rules, we'll definitely clarify the situation a lot more. And the way I'm going to clarify it, it'll be if qualifying is in and all of the heat races are run and, the, you know, that part of the field is set, uh, then we'll go back and start off where we left off. If we ever get in a situation where... You know, we don't get through the heat races or we don't get through qualifying and heat races, then it will be a complete redo. And, uh, you know, this is something, you know, again, new series, new deal. I mean, these are right. things that I've never been uh, confronted with. You That's know. great, though. That's good news. That's good stuff. Mm -hmm. I think so. I know Keith Nosmus will be happy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, i got to tell you guys something, too, for everybody that's out there. You know, uh, no, Keith Nosbish, uh, we did, we were trying so hard, as was East Bay. You know, Al Varnador was trying everything in the world to get the rates in. And uh, basically, we had already done our draw that we normally do on the front straightaway. We did the draw in the back, and Keith uh, drew fifth. So he drew last out of the top five. Mm-hmm. So he was he was going to start fifth, and then uh, Doug Horton drew fourth, and then uh, I want to say, um, man, I'm drawing a blank. I know, I know Jay Johnson's on the pole in the J1 out of Moultrie, Georgia, and I know second is, 
uh, Whitener, Mark Whitener out of Middleburg, mm-hmm. and then uh, then Bill Howard drew third, and then uh, like I said, fourth and fifth were you know Doug Horton and uh, Keith Nosmich. Can can some guys come to this race? What about guys who didn't weren't yeah. able to come to this race? I mean, there were some pretty pretty stout guys yeah, who weren't yeah. able to make it. That's what that twenty lappers for. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's yeah. what that twenty lap is for. That's cool. absolutely correct. So the top two, maybe if there's fifty cars there total, the top two out of that twenty lapper will make it into the main feature. That's absolutely correct, and you know uh, that's a good that, deal, man. I think it's fair for everybody. It's fair for the guys that weren't there. It gives them an opportunity. It's definitely fair for the guys in the B main because it gives, just example. Let's say a guy's running the middle of the, that first B main with four laps to go. He knows that if he don't get in, he's got another opportunity to come back and come through that, uh, you know, this other 20 lap feature, you know. So we've, we've put everything in place to try to be as fair as we can to everybody, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super excited. I, I learned a little more again Saturday and, you know, the racing that was there, the track was coming in beautiful. I mean, I felt bad for everybody because the track was coming in, you know, really nice. You know, and I'll tell you, for the fans out there, they're going to add the limited sprints that night to throw in the limited sprints also to put some rubber on the track. Uh, because what made the track come in so good was obviously the, uh, you know, the late models, you know, uh, and, you know, this will, you know, we were thinking because we only have the B mains and this type of thing that, you know, the track might not come in as good. So the heat, uh, Alan, uh, Todd, you know, they're going to bring in the, the sprint cars too, you know, the limited sprints. And, oh, that's going to make for a, a great night show. of racing, Ken. Oh, yeah. It should be awesome for the fans. I, really, really an awesome, awesome deal, you know. And, you know, this decision, you know, on the radio, I want to state and to, you know, my staff and everybody that supports me, this decision was 100% my decision, not influenced by any racers. You know, there was some, you know, concern that, you know, hey, that, you know, you know, maybe the racers made the decision or certain guys, but that's not the case. That I already made the decision in the tower, and I think Rick Angie's and a few guys, you know, when I, you know, had seen me, I, I had already started writing the lineup, and I'd already figured out the provisionals. I mean, because two of the provisionals were already locked up, too. Adam Biedenbaugh, uh out of uh, Jacksonville, yeah, Lake Jacksonville, Lake City area. Um, I think he's from Lake City, actually. He uh, he had wrapped up the uh, fast time provisional, you know, because he had the fastest time of anybody that hadn't made the field. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, uh, Jackie Nosbish, uh, you know, had wrapped up the points uh, provisional. Um, and there's one more thing that I really want to clarify is for everybody out there. Uh, this is the only uh, disadvantage to the guys that weren't there. The guys that were not there cannot pick up a points provisional by coming to this race. They've got to race in through that 20-lap race. They can't uh, pick up a points provisional, you know, because I don't think that would be fair to the guys that were there. You follow me? Right. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, one thing that you did learn, Ken, you know, you started this thing out as an old asphalt racer getting involved with the dirt late model deal, you know, something that's good for the drivers and uh, – one thing that you knew was eventually going to hit you was going to be the weather and um, how you react in those situations um, will depend on how the future of your uh, organization is going to be with drivers. And I think uh, if you handle it correctly, like I think you have, I think the drivers should be happy. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I feel they are. I, I had uh, even feedback from guys that had really bad nights that were not locked in, and, and I think that's what made me – solidify that or think I made the right decision. I had five of them call me today and say, 
hey man, you know, we, we did not make the show. We may not make the show, but we think you made the right call, you know, because if we'd have had a good day, we wouldn't wanted to have to come back and start all over again when we were already locked in and A-Main. So, you know, I felt like I felt like the right decision was made for everybody. Did Bresnahan make it in? Uh, Bresnahan wasn't there. Uh, you know, he was not there. Did he uh, say he wasn't going to yeah, be there? Yeah. What about Jeff? He right. said he said he wasn't going to be there. That's right. He said he couldn't be there. He wasn't going to be there. That's right. His people were out of town and he had a lot of things going on. That's yeah. right. What about right. Justin Choquette? We're sure going to invite him for this next one. Jeff, Justin was there. How did Justin Choquette do? Uh, okay, here's the way it sits right now. Yeah, let's read it out. Uh, this is very clear. If Justin Choquette, because, you know, there was three provisionals, if Justin did, does not race his way in through the B main, he'd be the last of the provisionals. Uh, but Justin Choquette ensured me that he was going to win that B main, that second B main, because he wants to race in. If he races in, then uh, Evan Beckton would get the provisional. That's how it stands right now. Okay. And so how did Mr. Sean Smith do? Uh, Sean Smith was showtime. He did good. He, uh, I think he finished heat and hit second in his heat race. He did good. good. I was really impressed with uh, the asphalt driver, David Parker. I was just going to ask you, did David, I, David was there as his very first time, right? Uh, yeah, I heard that's only his second time on dirt, and I was extremely impressed with the kid. And uh, he basically is running. I want to. I got it wrote down. He's either second or third in that B main. I, I think he's third. He's sitting in the third spot. So um, if he can hold on, you know, he's in. You know, through that first. Well, B main. well I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Ken. We're looking for any opportunity to talk really good about David Paula Jr. because uh, one of uh, one of the writers uh, accused him of of being the guy who caused a wreck at a recent late model race at DeSoto Speedway, and his mom is not happy with us about that. So we're looking to try to suck up a little bit to David Pollard Jr. <laughs> well, he did. There's no sucking up going on from this seat. <laughs> well, he, you know, he, he did a good job. I was impressed, you know, with what he did. And yeah, no one, doubt. One other shout-out I want to give, because he doesn't get a lot of credit sometimes. I thought Frankie Erskine... Uh, Junior was, I mean, he was solid in second in that B main and in the in the five car, the blue and yellow five car. I thought he was doing an awesome job too, you know, the other night. Can I say something? Yes, sir. I'm going to give a shout out to Frankie Erskine Jr. because <laughs> Frankie Erskine Jr. has been driving late models for many years um, on the dirt, and uh, me and him were buddies when I lived in Tampa, and. Uh, I just like to hear his name, that he's still out there racing. I haven't seen him when I've been out there, but I like to hear that he's still racing. Cece, did you know? Hey, he, really, he I'm knows serious. more people than Carol am, Wicks. Am I not kidding you? Am I, I not kidding it's, you, it's Kenny? What kind of record does he have for running out there? How many years has he been running at East Bay? Um, I don't know. It's been a long time. <laughs> a long time. He's the same age as me, like 40 years old. Yeah. He's still out there racing. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you. Well, guys, you know, we got a good thing going for the fans and for, you know, for the drivers. And I, I really think the thing's going to continue to grow. And, uh, you know, I, I, just, I think it's good. You know, it's, it's a little stressful sometimes. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It really is sometimes. But the rewards outweigh uh, the stress. So. You're, you're young, man. You can take care of it. Look, kid, we, uh, the, the deal with, uh, TV showcaster, of course, Bill Green and, and, uh, and Dave Westerman were over there. They were doing the thing for uh, calling the race uh, for the the audio part that TV Showcaster was filming. And uh, as a matter of fact, Todd Hutto was watching that live, from what I understand. And uh, 
from up in uh, Georgia. But anyway, that a thing is going to be uh, the video from that will be available. I believe they told me it would be ready on Tuesday, and so when it is, it at least it has uh, the heat races and uh, and uh, a lot of information about the drivers and the, and the B mains so forth that did happen, and we'll have that on uh, on uh, available to people to watch. I think on Tuesday. Well, that's going to be awesome because I was, I just got a call from uh, Moultrie, Georgia from, from Jay Johnson fans that wanted to see that and they were asking me how to get it and I had no clue. Yeah, we'll make a big deal out of it. Um, I'll, I'll talk to Dean tomorrow and, uh, and we'll get sorted out, but I believe it's going to be ready tomorrow night, I believe. That's awesome. And, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, Bob Culbertson and Rick Warren have done a fantastic job for me videoing the races and also, uh, you know, the picture quality that he's done, you know, for yeah. Rick has been awesome. Sure enough. And, uh, I've, you know, I, I don't think the fans really know how good the videos actually are, that they're really available. And, you know, the drivers do, but not so much the fans. And I've got a ton of the videos from the Ocala race and now the Cluston race. I haven't even had a chance to sit down and watch it. I'm probably going to do that later tonight. They're very good, man. They're very good. Yeah. They're very good. I've seen them. There you go. Yeah, Bob. Bob has done. I mean, they're very, very good. And uh, of course, uh, you know, anybody that's been following uh, Florida racing for the last several years knows that Rick Warren is one of uh, he's one of the best photographers going out there and, and showing people the the pictures, the races, and photos. Plus, he's a pretty well, cool dude. Yeah, oh, I like him a lot. <laughs> he, he opened some doors with, for me uh, with uh, Stock Car Racing Magazine. Uh, we're supposed to have a big story about the series in there in July. And, uh, you know, on, on starting a new series and that kind of deal with some good pictures. And, you know, that's going to be nothing but good, not only for the series, but for the drivers in the series, you know. So, well, if, you right, need a, if you need a picture from us, let us know. And we'll send you some. <laughs> I, I hear you. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, Ken. Bye, Take Ken. Care, Take it easy. See ya. All right, Ken Kenny. Uh, the big, uh, the big man behind the UDLMCS. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. And we talk about this series a lot, and mm-hmm. we and we have Ken on it. But I'll tell you what. When we run these these advertisements around Real Racing USA and Carnac.com for the various tracks and, and series races and things coming up, in all the years we've been doing this, we have never had the kind of response that we've had to this United Dirt Late Model Challenge series in terms of advertisers, people clicking on the ads, going wanting to find out about it. And you know what? It's off the charts. They're fixing to run on asphalt. They're such dirt lovers yeah, that they're going to be, be running um, on asphalt here at Charlotte like County June. Speedway next month. Isn't that month. amazing? It's, Isn't it's that amazing? It's either June or July, and I'm, I'm really looking forward so, to that. Month. So we've been all over the chart, and uh, we'll have, uh, man. Congratulations to Jeff Firestein. He is the March Driver of the Month, the Pandora Jewelers, Inside Florida Racing, Real Racing USA Driver of the Month for March and that means that Jeff Choquette, Shane Williams, and um, Jeff Firestein are in line to win this almost $4,000 gold and uh, diamond, diamond ring that we've got. Um, you're going to be seeing it. Uh, I'll have Jack post a picture of it. We'll have Cece um, model, model it. it. She's going to hand model it. Um, so everybody can see what it looks like. Home Shopping Network. That's where we're going to see you next. I can see. Well, no, no, that's where Bill Green's I, going and uh, Westerman. Have, have They're headed for Home Shopping sport. Network. What can I say? Uh, folks, well, I appreciate actually, you listening you to you us do. tonight. Uh, I know we had some problems early. That's why we ran a little late for you. 
Um, for those of you that didn't catch the whole show, the good news is you can listen to the show 24-7 on the site. Go to InsideFloridaRacing.com. Go to RealRacingUSA.com. Go to Karnak.com. I don't care where you go. Just go there and go to a racetrack. That's right. Watch the races. Let us know who won. We want to know who's winning the races so we can pick the next Pandora Jewelers Inside Florida Racing. Real Racing USA Driver of the Month. Good night, everybody. Especially good night to Bone Man. Hey, uh, Rex, did you hear earlier that you're going to sit in my seat in two weeks? Come to the show with me. (laughs) See you later, folks. Next week, same time, same place. You're doing